The poker made a mistake. They, they, I'm nah, saying they, it's they, a head high. They hit him in the head. How is, that, it's, how is that a mistake when they look at it and they say it's high that mm. it's not 10 in the bin? How is yeah. that a mistake? I, 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 I don't understand what we're arguing about. Did he hit him in the head? Yes. Yes. Then it's off. In the story. It's but, but he didn't get but sent it, off. But he shouldn't get sent off. But he should have. Oh my gosh. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 102 of the Sideline Story Rugby League podcast, the greatest view of rugby league from the sideline. I am your host, Daniel Tassoni, and a big welcome to my co-hosts, Nicholas Guild and Ryan Clark. How are we, boys? Good. Coming, coming, off, coming, off, a, coming off a win on the yeah. charge home, hopefully. Yay. Wait, it was a shit win, but it was better than the oh. Eels, so whatever. <laughs> Mate, that was by far the worst game of the week. Oh, there were some bad games. Yeah. There were some bad games this week. That, that, was, that was fucking one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Dogs were, dogs weren't any better. That first half was that sec the first half was shocking from uh a lot of angles. The second half was just absolutely boring. So whatever. We'll dissect all the games with much um anticipation today. I tell you that. Um, boys, I'm going to start the episode with a non-rugby league related topic. How good is it that the Matildas are through to the semifinals for the FIFA Women's World Cup? Did you boys watch it? Did well, watch semif- was, my, my question was going to be, did anyone actually watch the Tigers game? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't watch it live. And the shootout also went into the it went into the Roosters Dolphins game as well for me. So yes. Yeah, they beat. Yeah, um, no, I watched it. I watched it with my my daughter's like heavily into it, and so that was that's that's the first game she's been able to watch because all the rest are, aren't friendly times. How good was it? Quarterfinal yeah. against France, they win seven six in a penalty shootout. Twenty shots at goal for in the penalty shootouts. I'm saying twenty penalties. In a penalty one of them shootout. was, and one of them was by the keeper. Yeah, and she <laughs> and she missed, and she could have won it for him. Crazy. <laughs> You know what? I know it's probably recency bias, but that was one of the most dramatic penalty shootouts I've seen. Maybe because I was going yeah. for the Tillies, but um, I don't remember any penalty shootout going that long in a high stakes game. No, it was pretty crazy. As soon <laughs> as the keeper, as go, Gilly. I was just going to say, I saw a funny Instagram the other day. It's where a bloke walks past and his missus is crying. And he goes, what are you crying about? And she goes, oh, I'm just so happy that the Matildas won. And he goes, yesterday, you didn't even know who they were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's fair. There's a lot of bandwagoners. Like oh. the next day, the next day, boys, on Channel 9, because I was waiting for the footy show, the morning footy show. And I think for about three hours, they showed the same three bits of footage. Like when they when they win, when they run over, and then when the when the kid gets um Sam Kerr's jersey, they showed it for three hours and they just kept, oh, how good is it that we won? They're like, yeah. And they're like, yeah. So it's really good that we won. And you know, we're versing England. And they're like, yeah, sweet. And they're like, yeah, and the other game is Spain and Sweden. And they're like, yeah. And they're like, yeah. So how good is it that we won for three hours? I'm mate, like, bro, you know, he's it, it, man. It's the greatest Australian. Is, is that the best we've ever done in soccer ever? It is, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah it is. Yeah, we've, we've it's never a big made deal. A semi, we've never made a semi-final. 
no, massive. man, it's a it's a massive deal because it is. Look at the crowds. Like, man, I can't. You can't drive around the inner west because every game at Homebush is is sold out. So you can't drive around here on Wednesday. We're screwed. They're versing <laughs> England. They're versing England. They're versing England at Homebush on Wednesday. I'm not leaving. I can't leave this place. I can't leave. What are our chances? Man, they can beat them. And you know what? It's yeah. going to be raining too, so might even it up. Who knows? But you know, I'm hoping. I've got absolutely no idea. Man, no it's, idea. It, look, I'll watch thing, it blind. That's fine. Everyone's going to bandwagon it. Everyone's going to watch it. It's going to be a ratings bonanza yeah, in Australia cool. anyway. But it's going to, if they win, even make the grand final, it's going to leave a um a lasting um legacy. I think revolution. I think I think it. I think it already has. Even if, if they could go out there on. Wednesday and get smacked three 0 and I don't think it'll rule. I don't think it'll affect anything. <clears throat> yeah, it's awesome. Be good. So if we go, go, you're good if we beat the Poms though. I hate the Poms. Oh, well, that's mad. It's it's the oldest rivalry in every sport, isn't it? Cricket, uh, league. Well, we union. just had that little that little two and throw in the cricket. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. You know, the Ashes is coming back for rugby league. You got the rugby union World Cup coming up. Maybe England will. Slap Australia in that, you know, get some revenge. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we've got any chance in the rugby union anyway. Nah. But anyway, go to the Tillies. Wednesday, guys. Um, we're, we're plugging them because it's awesome. But anyway, guys, this episode's Rusty Penny Brewing Company Trivia Question of the Week. Now, I don't know if you're going to like this one, but I had nothing. So on the back of the Knights' domination of the Bulldogs this season, a new record was nearly set had the Bulldogs not scored a point against the Knights. But here is this week's trivia question, if it makes sense. So, in which year did we see two clubs face each other twice in the same season and one club keep the other to nil in both matches? Does that make sense? <laughs> not, not, not really. But, That's look. the best. That's it, the best. Look, I'll just... Whatever. It's a rusty. I've got nothing. Explain, <laughs> explain it at the end. Again. I'll explain it at the end. I'll, yeah. try and, I'll try and think about whatever the hell that was. <laughs> anyway, we'll explain it at the end. So everyone tune in for this awesome question. I hope I don't get ripped for the for it, but I probably will. But anyway, boys, today, the NRL round 24 recap, the Silent Story MVP 321s presented by our sponsor, Akasha. The race of the finals has been whittled down from 12 to 11 after Manly dropouts. Still only Panthers, Broncos and Warriors remain safe for finals football at the moment. Um, after the NRL, we have a pretty big around the grounds. Uh, that is for all our non-NRL related rugby league coverage. We're looking at the Challenge Cup final between the Lee Leopards and Hull Kingston Rovers at London's Wembley Stadium. Awesome, awesome game that goes into Golden Point. The round four results of the NRLW. Matt Parrish stepping down as the Toa Samoa head coach, the return of the Toronto Wolfpack in Canada. And believe it or not, we're going to discuss the Australian Rugby Union World Cup squad very, very briefly. And there's a reason for it. Believe it or not, boys, rugby union talk. The back end of the show is our fan favorite bunker review segment presented by our major sponsor, Adzi Apparel. We are going to discuss the NRL officially kicking off the 2024 season in Las Vegas next year for a doubleheader. Uh, the ending of the collective bargaining agreement war between the NRL and RLPA and Clarkie has a 
surprise game for Gildy and I to play. So tune into that. But boys, round 24 of the NRL, we're going to start with tipping. Now, a massive week for our tipsters uh, in the Solon Story Tipping League. 16 out of 30 tippers got a full round. Clarky, you're one of them. Elias, who is second, is one of them. And Shano, who is third, is one of them. Uh, fourth and fifth, I'm fifth right now. I got it too, but it doesn't matter. So, Clarky, you're still first on 132 points. Elias is on 131, and Shano is on 130. How are you feeling? Three rounds to go, bro. I'm hanging in there. I'm more confident in my family one. I'm about, I think I'm about six or seven points clear on that one. But yeah, I'm also coming first in the Western Suburbs Magpies one. So really, I'm coming so our, first. I'm so coming first comp, in three. Our tipping comp is pretty clutch then. Pretty yeah. pre- pretty well tipped, you'd say. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm only one point ahead on um, the Western Suburbs Magpies one too. So I'm looking for that. I'm Who's looking for the that. Um. Who was it? I think a couple hundred. Oh, yeah, wow. wow. What do you win, yeah, so like a Like a merch pack. That's mad. Uh, yeah, so... You should go and pick be... it up in your south jumper. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to be my brother, brother's Christmas present, so... <laughs> what a copy! What a copy! <laughs> Man, he's a, but he's cheering. He's been cheering me over for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Does he try and give you some tips as well? Does he go, mate, I don't know about that one? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Mate, um, if I win my family tipping comp, I get five hundred bucks, and I'm going to win it. So five hundred, fuck, mm, it's a hundred bucks buying, bro. Jesus, <laughs> yeah. there's five of you. Yeah, so <laughs> my mum, my brother, and my cousin, and my uncle. So and uh-huh. myself, uh, and mum's boyfriend. So there's six of us. Winner gets five hundred. No second prize, no third prize. Fuck that. <laughs> Winner only. Um, six of you that's 600 bucks that makes no sense dan oh don't be stupid i can't pay myself a hundred dollars can i guilty oh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, oh you know what the winner gets 600 are you happy you're happy yeah that you sounds can, better you get your hundred bucks back mate guilty you are uh, you got six this week you've picked the eels and i'm assuming the bulldogs yeah i picked the bulldogs and they they were, they were horrible yeah. but they also had two plays they were playing with 11 at one point so yeah, we'll get into that. Um, boys, the sideline story, Super Coach League, uh, week two semifinals results. So semifinal one, uh, Jack's fifth-placed Hype Bears defeated Stevens, fourth-placed Ebenezer Rascals, 1-3-4-3 to 1-2-4-8. Ebenezer Rascals is gone. See you later, Stephen. In semifinal two, third-placed, uh, Daniel's third-placed Alan's Tongue defeated Paul's seventh-placed Busters bashes one 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 three to one zero two seven. She has scores. Does that annoy you, Gildy? <laughs> one Wait, zero. Because my current scores are still killing you guys. No, I beat you this week, Nick. Thanks. I, Thank I, you very much. I didn't even. I didn't. I didn't do any changes this week. I didn't need to. I had the buy. Uh, so did I. So you settled down. No, no, but I didn't even take drink water out of my side. No, oh, you're a heavy. We get it. You're a heavy. <laughs> <laughs> You're really, really good at super coach, Nick. We, we get it. Oh, mate, obviously not. Mm. Anyway, uh, in next week's preliminary finals matches, sorry, this week, this weekend's, I should say, uh, pref- uh, what's it called? Final number one, Dean's first place, Dino, versus Daniel's third place, Alan's Tongue. Guilty, I'm assuming you're going for Alan's Tongue in that one? Yep. 
And in the other final is my crazy 88s who are second placed. They were versus Jack's fifth placed hype bears. Let's go boys. I want to win that. that one. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. He got a good score this week, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Boys round 24 of the NRL. We're going to analyze the NRL ladder again. Uh, Still in first, second and third. We've got the Panthers, Broncos, Warriors. They're locked in for finals in fourth place on 32 points is the Storm. Fifth and sixth on 30 points is the Sharks and Raiders. Raiders for and against is absolutely horrific. They're on minus 130-something points off memory. It's really bad. Um, The Knights are seventh on 29 points. Uh, The Rabbitohs and Cowboys are eighth and ninth, respectively, on 28 points. And 10th and 11th on 26 points are the Eels and Roosters, respectively. Now, Gildy, I know... Uh, you guys are, we've written you guys off already. You still can mathematically oh. make it, but Man, you have to win every, yeah, you week. and the Roosters have to win every game from here. And funnily enough, you guys have each other this week. So one of you is going to, is out. yeah, get eliminated. Yep. I think uh, RCG's back this week, hopefully. And Sean Lane, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. But no Mitch Moses now, but we'll talk about that soon. No. Uh, Manly, they dropped out of the finals race. So, them, Titans, Dolphins, Bulldogs, Dragons, and Tigers are out. The Tigers still have a slight chance to not get the wooden spoon, but it's very doubtful. But three rounds to go, boys. Clarky, you're you're in that you're in the it's not danger zone, but you're in that yellow yellow zone. How are you feeling? It's a, it's a danger zone. hundred oh, percent, it's a danger zone. Oh, um, oh yeah. <laughs> huge, huge game this week. Like huge. If we lose. We basically we'll, we'll end up having to our season will be in the line against the Roosters in the last game. Who who you got this week? Knights, Knights oh, and the Knights, Knights then the bye. That's a massive game. Yeah, mate, ma- two massive games actually. Huge, huge games. Jesus. So, yeah. So yeah, the, obviously the bye helps, <clears throat> but yeah, mate, it's, but it's actually it's, big for the Knights as well. The Knights have really got to win. One hundred percent. Oh, whoever it's almost whoever wins that secures. Yeah. If Knights win that, they they all but secure themselves. And if we do it going in with the bye, then yeah. It's wild. Mm. Man, it's um it is sorry, I I take that back. It is danger zones. I didn't realize that you had such a difficult sort of run home considering the form of the other clubs. Cuz I got I got some things to say about your your team this week, Clarky. Mm. But anyway, we'll get right into it. So this week, the bye went to the Cowboys, and we get into game one. Panthers defeating the Manly Sea Eagles 24 points to 12. Uh, Manly, as we spoke about, their season is officially over. Um, Some desperate plays resulted in um, some bad results in this game. Um, But it was pretty close. It was 12 at half time. Yeah, it's pretty close. Mate, Garrick went for that. 2040, and they got a try off the back of it, the Panthers. So hey, that's... Was it the 2040 he was going for, or was he trying to put Saab into a scoring position? I thought he was going for a 2040, to be honest. Hey, was that, he was on, it was way too far on the other side of the field. I think he was trying to put Saab in a position. Maybe. Anyway. Maybe. It was a shocking kick, and then, yeah. you know, a shocking result. Was, they scored off that kick, which, obviously, you're not, you don't want that, but it's, it's the NRL. Like, you, 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 play, you play the 99% game. You don't go for the clutch play. At times. Well, well, what about in the first couple of minutes? Schuster made a break. Oh, my and gosh. And an option to pass it on to, um, what's the center's name? The red-headed center, Parker? 
Yep. And decided to kick when Tuala was – was it Tuala? Oh. No, Brian Toto was coming through to move on now. Man, I don't know what he was thinking, eh? Yep. Don't know what he was thinking. But they had, you know, they had – they were in the game. They were in this yep. game. But not meant to be. Now, Manly fans were scathing at the missed knock-on in the lead-up to Penrith's second try before the first half finished. What was that one? Um, Mate, um, there was a contest in the air. Oh yeah, that was that was a terrible decision. But you know, there clear was knock a... on, clear knock on. Yeah, yeah. And there's nothing that can be done about it because there's a breakdown in play, and then the next play it got spread to the left, and it was a try, and they've just gone. Well, we can't go back now, and it's like, ah, uh, you missed it, you missed it. And mainly fans were spewing, man. So they had that plus the bloody uh, the Garrick. Um, Paul Carriage is it Paul Carriage? Paul Carriage from the Eels. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> he had a Paul <laughs> Carriage moment. So, <clears throat> yeah, not meant to be Manly fans. So, not their season. Hey, it's done look, for. If now. Manly are winning about that seriously, they were they, they weren't the better side. Penrith were the better side without even playing their full side. Yeah, and Penrith were in second. They they were in second, second year. year. Well, yeah. yeah. Look, um, for those that didn't watch the game, Jerome Luai and Mitch Kenny were late withdrawals. Um, <laughs> Luai was sick and they haven't explained Mitch Kenny's injury, just like Harme Sele's injury for the rabbits. No one's explained what's happened there. Yeah, no, And uh, the, someone's asking in the forums. No one knows in the forums. Yeah. I, it just says TBC. It's like, mm. mate, I'll tell you one thing. That kid who played hooker was good. It's just another hooker coming through at the yeah. Ben Panthers. Yeah. Do you, yeah. His, do you hear his story too? They, um, so he, come, he come through with Luai Cleary, like all those boys. And um, basically just didn't go to another level. So they dropped him and he went back and played Sydney Shield. Then he, then he went up to Ron Massey and then made his way back in the New South Wales Cup team this year. Isn't he a cricketer as well? Is he a gun cricketer? Uh, I'm pretty sure he's a gun cricketer as well. And he wasn't trying to work out what sport he wanted to play. This is um, yeah. Luke Summerton, yeah? the guy. This is the guy talking yeah. about that debuted. Yeah. 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 Mate, um... Look, I, I don't have much more to talk about this in, in this game. Penrith, Penrith are just coasting to the finals, and then they're just going to kick it, kick it up another gear, and just scare the competition away. I honestly think. Do you think teams will tank, tank to not come fourth, and rather come fifth to have a home final, and then versus whoever loses out of first and fourth? No, nah. nah, I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think. Rugby league's not it. rugby league's not that complicated. If if you're thinking about doing that kind of stuff, then yeah, you won't win the premiership. Yeah, you've, yeah, you've got yeah. You're not you're not going to go much further than week one or two. Mm. Man, I, I I got a funny feeling Penrith play exactly like they play for the next couple of weeks because uh, they don't need to. They can rest players, and um, I wouldn't be surprised if they do lose one and they don't really care. Yeah. It doesn't they, matter they, to them. They're gonna they they're gonna rest. Two or three players every week for the rest yep. of them. hundred percent, man. Like they're, they're top two. They're, they're, all they got to do is yeah. win, win one more, and they're top two. It's 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 confirmed. Yeah. I don't think they care about. The only thing they might care about, Nick, the the old um, this old chestnut is uh, winning a hundred grand for minor premiers. Yeah, maybe big oh, hundred. Big hundred. The ones always talking about it. Big yeah. hundred. Big hundred grand. I think <laughs> it's about the about what one pokey at Panthers pulls in in an hour. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's true. The turnover at these leagues clubs, like all the Western Sydney clubs, I'm telling you, like mini casinos. 
But anyway, uh, boys, uh, we'll move it on. Guilty to the MVP three two ones for this one. I mean, just on that, how many how many intercepts was Crichton? Is Crichton the king interceptor? Oh, I love I love it. I love it. He's he, he and he's a and he does it. He hasn't just done it games. in club games. He does it in the big Every games. Game. Uh, yeah, no, he's he's, he's good at it. Yo, two and Edwards one. Uh, with regards to the back three, mate, could have been Ty or uh, what's the other fellow's name? Taruva. Taruva. Who's who's holding Tyrone May spot? Yep. May wonder it's like we're going to talk about Connor Tracy in the next game, but mate, Taruva, Taruva. Depending who, if Taylor May plays, Taruva's not in that full strength seventeen. Mate, he's him and Connor Tracy. They're, they're, they'll be they're too good to be playing reserve grade. It's As similar. In, they've got to go somewhere else next year. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, oh, I don't know. Well, it's similar to Preston Campbell's situation with AJ. He's too good to be on the bench. Hey, yeah. I think I think they pretty much said that Campbell's going to be playing fullback from now on. Yeah, and, and I think I think Des has said that. Yeah, Brimson's playing. Central, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll talk about old Des Hasler and the Titans now, actually, because it's game two. Sharks defeating the Titans 36 to 6. Now, Oof, big the, news. the Titans, yeah, this is massive. Um, on the off on the off field, um, front, but this is exactly what Clarky said not to do. What do you mean? 10 year contract. Oh, okay. Hold your thought, Gilly. <laughs> Going to briefly talk about this, then we'll get into the old um, off-field contract. So, mate, this one, very briefly, in a nutshell, the Sharks dominated the Titans in Cronulla. Um, the Titans had Tino return, but I think the losses of Fodawaker to suspension. AJ was injured again. Sam Verrills is out for the remainder of the season because of his shoulder, I think. Yeah, it's his shoulder. Um, they've got no finals hopes on the horizon this year. You know, they lost Kieran Foran in the second half. Like, man, they were never in it. They just got, they just, they're like, nah, let's just get through this. They're done. They've put the fucking cue in the rack. Uh, Muller Taylor returned as well. He was fantastic. He was fired up. But yeah, I think also the fact that the, I want to talk about this briefly as well. Uh, Wade Graham retiring. Fired up the Sharks a bit. Mate, um, all the rumours were that he was going to go to the Catalans Dragons, but I think on the back of Mitch Pearce retiring or uh, and probably going to announce soon that he's retiring, I think Wade Graham got cold feet and went, you know what, I'm just going to retire. He's so, got the media. He's got the media thing at Triple M. Yeah, that's exactly right. And on Fox. So, yep. mate, um, he was a Penrith junior. He debuted in 08. Um, he's not going to make the 300 club. He's going to be a couple games short, which is a shame. It's actually a big shame. But, mate, he's got a colourful um, tail of the tape. He won a premiership for Cronulla in 2016, a World Cup in 2017 with the Kangaroos, won an Origin Series in 2019 with the Blues. Mate, he's been solid, Wade Graham. I, I think he's been he's been a good boy for the last, what, 15 seasons? I'm a massive, I'm a massive fan of Wally Graham. I look, yeah. a ball playing, ball playing edge, second rower. Yeah, he was a five. He was a five eight. He was a five eight at Penrith. Yeah, he was. But yeah, I just I like what he's about. He's just he's ne- there's never never any controversy. Just goes out there, plays hard, and yeah, good on him. Yeah, 
Right. So he can sit back now and drink some red wine and eat croissants with his wife. Well, he's not going to France, is he? Yeah, but he can eat it with his wife because she's French. Ah, uh, that's right. You did say that, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Anyway, boys, let's get into... He got all shitty last week and behind the scene sent us an article. About yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then he didn't believe me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he brought it up when we were talking, Nick. We are talking about something completely different. Like five minutes later, he goes, her name is this and she's French. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, boys, massive signing news. More accurately, probably re-signing news for the Titans after what was a debacle of a clause to having the contracts of club captain Tino Faasor Malawi and David Fafita. That being that they both became free agents when the Titans sacked Justin Holbrook. Now, Tino's old contract was $900,000 per season until 2026. He is now signed for $1.2 million for the next 10 years until 2033. He is currently 23 years old. Now, David Fafida was signed for $700,000 until 2026. He is now on $1 million until 2026. Each player came out. Three years. He got three years. He got, yeah, he, he kept his three year deal but he got an extra 900k over that time now each player confirmed that des hasler was the reason why they stayed but a lot of people are thinking it's the money but i want to hear your thoughts boys are they but worth how, it how, are they much, worth how much per year yeah I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure tino's is ascending as well with the salary cap yeah so they they call that a ratchet clause so if the salary cap goes up which it will in 2028 because that's when the cba finishes unless they have a 20 month fucking debacle again like this one um if the salary cap goes up he goes up um as inflation let's yeah. say or a percentage of whatever so, so so what was it 1.3 he's on 1.3 no he's on 1.2 1.2 yep what's what's paying ass worth well he we're going to talk about him in the when we well, cover the Broncos I'm gonna, game, but I'm going on... to go back another way. Go, sorry, go there. Well, Payne Ars is knocked back to he's knocked back a one point one five million dollar deal with the Broncos, which we'll talk about later. But you know, we'll see. We'll see what he's the worth. Broncos would be spewing that the Titans have given Tino that that money because yeah. I know Payne wants to be number one. Mm. I'm sick of hearing about fucking Payne Ars's contract. Seriously, we'll talk about that. I'm, soon, I'm, it's more that's that's more annoying than hip drops at the moment. Really, I and mean, paying Arsenal's contract conversation is so fucking boring. Hey, well, I love it. I'll tell you why I love it because the bloke doesn't make mistakes. He he hasn't missed a tackle, mate. Far out. It's interesting. Um, I asked the question. So ten years. What's he on over ten years, Tino? What, Twelve million. Twelve million dollars. When. Jason Tomalolo signed his 10-year contract. Was Jason Tomalolo a better player than Tino is right now? Yes, but he was older. Yeah. So, yeah, I just I just can't see how this is going. It's just going to work. It's just going to play out the same. Eventually, he'll hit his peak and then... He's going to be... At the end, be so, he's going he's gonna to be a 33-year-old prop on... On more than one point two million dollars a year, I got a feeling. Look, first of all, you know, props mature at twenty eight up. I mean, I know he's only what is he twenty three. Mm. He's got a, 
he'll probably mature early because he's one of the best props. He's probably, if he's not the best representative prop, he's probably the second best prop in the world. Yeah or no? Uh, no. Yeah. Fanua Blake is one. Payne Ars two. I'd say Tino third. Yeah, well, he's up there. He's up he's there. Up there. <laughs> he's also That's... a captain. He's a leader of their club. He's a top leader. Mm. He's got phenomenal hair. You know. Mate, you know, you know, I'll say this. If he didn't have the ratchet clause in his contract, I would say it's a good deal because the salary cap is ascending every year for five years. And then when it, the every, new CBA comes out, it will it will keep going up. But, everyone said Jason Tomalolo's contract was a good idea at the time. Every single person. And how'd that work man, out? Man, I think that this is the thing though, man. Like, I think. I think you you've got to just take the good with the bad with these these kind of guys. Like if you're going to, and if you're going to give a te- if you if if anyone's worth ten years, mate, I've got to admit it's Tino. You might get to seven, have seven good years, man. It's worth it. Well, man, so the part, you're it's, paying then you're paying someone for three years gigantic overs then. Yeah, but you got you got you got him you got him at his peak, and you kept him, and he was your captain, and he's someone who is marketable. Back yourself, back yourself, back the back yourself as an organization that he doesn't want to leave after say five years. Sign yeah. him a five year normal contract, and back that you're you've run the club well enough that he would be stupid to leave. But you know why? You, you know why it's that. ten years? Do you yeah. know why it's ten years? Because Bucky. it's guaranteed money? Well, no, no, no. Do you know why they offered 10 years? Why? The Storm offered him a lifetime deal and the Titans went, fuck, we need to do the same thing. Because Really? Yep. The Storm offered him a lifetime deal to come back to the club and the How Titans much? went, they didn't. They haven't disclosed the amount. And I reckon the Titans went, holy shit, we're going to lose him like next year. We're done. So they had to do something. All right, Clarky, that changes a lot of things, man. What, what, what do you think now? No, I just think if let him go. No, don't let him go, mate. I would even if even if they sign him to say five years, one point three or one point four, I just I, I still think that would be a better option. Like giant money, short term, and then back yourself. Well, man, that's what they did with Fafita. They did the one point three, one point one, and then he was he was not considered that player so they dropped him to 700 and then he, he and got then away he with the clause he played he's playing better and he went oh i want another i want a million and he's got it and then they're spending a lot of money on two players mm, a lot it's, of money. it's 2.2 million dollars a year on two players the salary mm. cap to my knowledge both... is 12 is 11 and a half 12 million next year and they both played and they lost 36 six to the sharks yeah Mate, they, they've, they've got a lot of growing to do. They're, they're missing some players. They're going to they're gonna be better next year. Mm. It's interesting. Oh, look, Fafita's one, to me, is is not worth... He's not worth a mil. No, they, did, they, they did really he's, well. He's never, been, he's never been worth a mil. They did, Man, the Titans did really well to get him for 700, and they've obviously screwed up by, you know, this Holbrook thing because they had... They had them. They had them until 2026, both of them, for for a lot less than what they've got them for now, albeit that Tino's is a lifetime deal with the Titans. I'm not too upset about Tino's one, believe it or not, Clarky. It's the Fafita one, which I'm just like, nah. Oh, the Fafita one's stupider than the Tino one. 
That's oh, what I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do, Nick. Why? Three years. He's worth a million bucks. He's the best second one of the best second rowers in the world. Right? Is he world. really? Is he one of the best second rowers in the world? Yes. He and, is. I think, and I think. And I think. And I think. Did he make so Australia, Nick? Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't mean he's not the best one of the best second rowers in the world. Who's the best second rower? Liam Martin. I think he's no. on. I think. Okay, let's let's say it is Liam Martin. He's only Ken on Murray. like eight, he's only on like eight fifty. I think Ken Murray's on nine. Fine on yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but Liam Martin's not going to be paid any more than that because he plays for Panthers. And he yeah, that's right. Stay. He could have probably got more somewhere else. Yeah, that's right. He would have. The Panthers are the Panthers have sold the the dream of build a dynasty a dynasty at the club. Everyone please sign for unders, thanks. And they all are, except for you know, they, obviously some can't. There you go. What's Kick on? He's on eight hundred at the Dogs. Kick-out is, to me, the best second row in the world. So Fafita should be on less than 800. Well, kick, I think Kick-out's on unders, to be honest. He's on unders, but, man, he had a shocker in this game. You reckon? Did you watch him defend with Luke uh, with Luke Thompson? Yeah, Did yeah, you see yeah, it? man. It's his first game back. I know. It's his first game and back. And, and like players. You listen to the Phil Drunk – uh, what's his name? Phil Drunkfield, buddy Phil Rothfield. Going on. The, How bad are the Bulldogs? Gus is stupid. Like you know, it they was lost his eight. first game back. Dan yeah. was his first game back. I man. agree with that. I'm just saying Kiki out yeah. actually put him under pressure at times, as well as Luke Thompson putting him under pressure. I can't agree with you on the that he's the best second row in the game right now. He was, not this year. He was last year. Well, he was. He was last year. But to, to Clarky's point, to Clarky's point, if you're considering Kiki as the $800,000 best second rower in the game. I, think he's worth, I reckon he's worth more than that. There you go. I would pay 900000 kick out. Oh, so for Fafita should be a nine hundred or less than nine hundred to Clarky's point. Yeah, but... Or to Gildy's point. Oh, to yeah. Gildy's point, actually, well, yeah. Well, you know what? Kiki probably could have got more money if he, if he waited, I guess. I don't know. Fair enough. Fair enough. We didn't talk about any of this game. Three, two, ones, Kilby. Yeah, yeah. Three, two, ones. Let's go. <laughs> three, two, ones. Uh, Brayley three, Ramian two, and Tracy one. Did you want to say anything about Tracy? Oh, I just think I've made. Uh, he's very. I don't. I don't know whether he's underrated anymore, but he's. Hey, too, Paramatta, he, I don't know what was going on. Parramatta were trying to get yeah, him. They were, I don't yeah, know they what were. Yeah. He's too good to be playing reserve grade. Yeah. Mate, um, I, I wrote the Sharks off at one point. I think a lot of people. Would have would have agreed with me, but I put up after round twenty two that I think it was round twenty one or two. I was like, "Sharks are done," and then they've they've won their last two games in a row, and all the shark supporters are coming out going, "Aha, yeah, that, this yeah, aged well, this aged well." Play? Who they play? Hmm. Well, look, they yeah. are winning, but, but yeah. still, they keep they're keeping yeah. in the they're keeping in the fight now. So yeah, we'll see if they win that. one game in the in the finals anyway. Hmm. Anyway, boys, game three. The Broncos defeat the Eels 54 points to 10. Uh, Guilty, this was an annihilation at the Gabba. Um, your club got pumped. Yep. Uh, Mitch Moses is out for the season, which is um, devastating for your chances. I know they were slim, but they're, they're much cheap. slimmer now. Nah. Um, mate, your club – and look, the, I've said this week in, week out. The Broncos are very enterprising, very fit, probably the fittest club next to the Panthers. That's why they're top two, I think. Uh, but you guys were only in it for 20 minutes, the first 20, and then it was a demolition yep. job. Yep. Thoughts? Mate, we don't have all our players playing. 
They do. They don't have one player that's not in their top side. Maybe the winger. And that, that kid they've brought up is awesome. Uh, Mariner, Dean Mariner. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He was a fan. He, he played, a, he was awesome in this game. Yep. But look, the Broncos, they, they had Reynolds come back from a groin injury. Kobe Hetherington from a cork. Jordan Rickey played his first game after a foot injury. Mate, Mitch Moses, his injury was um, from a, you know, a courageous tackle on Herbie Farnworth. And Farnworth was a bit of a smart ass when he scored his try, but it is what it is. They did win by, you know, they scored 50, put 50 on you. Um, we spoke about this last year, Nick, and I wanted to broach it with you again. You guys were in the grand final and we spoke about after the grand final, which was obviously disappointing to you because you guys lost and I, I don't like losing as much as you do. Don't like it. But we all spoke about the worries of your premiership window closing as in the Eels premiership window closing after 2022. Now we've seen how this season's unfolded. Um, Are you worried after this season or do you think the club will bounce back next year? And no, nah, mate, I'm not too worried. I'm not, mate. We look if we had Dylan Brown not grope a woman's breasts, if we had RCG not get penalised like he got penalised when he need whoever it was in the back, mate. I don't think I don't think we're in that much pressure. We, we don't have all our players playing. We didn't. We haven't had it all our team this year. Sean Lane was. They were talking about him possibly being bolstered for Australia last year. You know, mate. He hasn't played all year. So yeah, he's he's come, back, come back long term injury. Comes back long term injury. Comes back long term injury. Yep. Look, and every club goes through these little sort of things. I'm not really too worried. I mean, I wish wish we I wish all those players had played. Um, I I initially was a bit dirty at Para for not trying to keep Papalihi, but but Cartwright's been great for us. Man, no, I'm not too worried. We'll be right. You disappointed? We'll like it, next year. You disappointed? You disappointed about this season, but mate, I'm disappointed about the way it's unfolded. But I, I, when people go, ah, Para lost by fifty, I don't care because there's a reason. Nobody looks at that. I, I, I look at that with every club. I go, well, who was playing? Who wasn't playing? Most people just go, ah, they're shit. They didn't make eight, but there's a reason. Clarky, what did you make of this game? Yeah, it was a. A bit of a clinic by the Broncos, obviously. Yeah. Um, they, yeah, they're they're pretty. They're they're a fun team to watch. Yeah, they are. Like they they, and, they just they they like Reese Walsh has a has a bad pass in him every game, but it's all on the back. It's all like, in the green zone. One. More than yeah, one, man. more than one. But it's always it's usually in like the green zone, like attacking the yeah. defensive line. You know what I mean? Like the defensive hey. try line. He's got a shocking pass and he's got two amazing passes. Yeah, 100%. Matt, you need someone like that because you know the guy's trying really fucking hard. Yeah. Yeah. I like, um, speaking of trying really hard, I like Sean Russell Gilly. I think he's. I know you he, mentioned that in the, in the, in our chat. What, what made you say that was at the try? It was, it's, yeah, I, th- I think it's watching the last couple of weeks. He's always, I don't know, he's always given 100%, I think. Mate, he needs to because. He's not a flash in speed. No, no, that's the thing. He's not the fastest. He, and he's he, not the strongest he, either. No, he's number. <laughs> he's no, yeah, he's number. But he can find the line. Yeah, mate. He's good. He, yeah, look. Um, yeah, mate. He uh, he hasn't been good. Like he hasn't been as good as he was when he got hit in the ribs by was it was it um, Campbell for the Gold Coast a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah, it was. Um, 
the knees. You're saying. Yeah, that's I mean, right. Was yeah, it was. It was. It game was. And he was looking flash. He hasn't been the same player. He still it was hasn't Preston been the Campbell. Same that was the, the. Yeah, it was that the first, first game. It, not yeah, it Preston. Um, Jaden Campbell. Sorry, my bad. Jaden Campbell. Jaden. Yeah. Uh, and he didn't get sanctioned for it. And you're you're dirty. Yeah, yeah mate. Joey, I just don't. I think he's lost a little bit of pace. Hmm. The start of the year, they tried him at fullback, and he he's a he's one of those fullbacks who or wingers who. You can see he does a lot of work, but he doesn't. He doesn't seem to be able to move through the gap. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mate, Joey Lussick looks good. Yeah, mate, I, I like him. I like Joey Lussick too. I think we needed him because obviously, uh, old mate's retired. Yeah, but so. he's like to come back from to come over from Super League and to hit the ground running like he has. Like, there's been no, there's been no transition period. It, yeah, it's true. interesting. It's interesting because Saint Helens. Uh, he was at a, a, a successful club as well. He's like, oh, no, I want to come home. So, obviously, it's for the right reasons. Like, Mate, when he left, we didn't want to – like, they didn't realise how good he was. Mate, he, he, we beat a lot of teams with him at hooker hmm. because uh, Reid had gone down with injury. Yeah. yeah. Good player. Look, I, I, honestly, I think we're at the back end of the top eight next year. I'm not too worried. We'll see what else, we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens next year. There'll be some kid come through, like at every team. We'll see what happens. Just briefly before we move on, boys, uh, Payne Haas, Payne Haas, Clarky, mm. Payne Haas. Mm. He rejected the way. <laughs> he rejected the one point one five million dollar offer from the Broncos. Don't know how many years it was. His manager said he wants a an amended offer, which. Focuses more on life after footy, so he really, really wants it. Sonny Bill Williams is an advocate for it. We all know, or Money Bill Williams. He's twenty. What is he? Twenty three years old, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, "I want life after football." It's like, how about you just fucking focus on your football, you idiot? You've got another ten years to play. See, oh, see one one would say but, idiot, but one would also say very, very financially clever. Mate, I'll tell you what. What would stop the Storm offering him? A, a lifetime deal. If they just tried for Tino, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. You know who's you know who tonight. I just saw just before we started recording, who actually publicly has announced their interest is the Western Force from the Super Rugby. Yeah, go. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Do you know what though? Like, like honestly, he he could play rugby union. Yeah, of he course. Could be number eight. Yeah, but. It just remains to be seen because apparently everyone wants him. NFL, AFL, rugby union, know, rugby yeah. league. But yeah, AFL. I don't know about the AFL, man. <laughs> hockey wants <laughs> him. Even hockey. The, the, hey, the debacle, the debacle yeah. at an AFL level. They don't want any more of our players. Man, just like we call – well, I don't know about you boys. I'm pretty sure you boys agreed with me. Just like how I said Tino and Dave Fafita won't be going anywhere, I don't think Payne Ars is going anywhere either just to stop this – Stop this uh, nincompoopery that uh, Ryan doesn't want to talk about anymore. Do you th- what do you think, Gildy? Think he'll stay, mate? I don't. I don't think he will because I think he what? likes to be in the limelight, man. I think he likes to do things differently, and he, that is why. And that is why Clark he doesn't like it because he's is his manager Coda Nasser the same that Money Bill Williams had? Is he, is it is that the same manager? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 look, man, I could see him. He wants to be the highest paid prop. He probably should be the highest paid prop. 
And there's a couple of teams that will pay him more than what the Broncos are offering. I don't know where the Broncos like. The Broncos have just let Flegler go. They're going to be in dire straits if they don't keep him. Man, you know, you know what, actually? You know why this annoys me, and I'm kind of with Clarkie now, is he's, he's commanding this money. And, man, like you said, Guilty, his stats speak for themselves. But he isn't a personality off the field ever. They don't see him say a word to anyone. So it's like no one would know who he is. Someone's like, oh, Payne Ars is the highest paid player right now. They'd be like, who? All the randoms, I'm saying. Like people that are like the, you know, the the um, casual watcher or someone that isn't a rugby league fan. He's not that guy that they're using to market the game. He's not that guy. Mate, and you just, know what? They, 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 they could make him that guy, though, if they really want. He's not, he's not, Sonny, Bill, he, he's not Sonny Bill, but he didn't have that highlight in his game. Mate, he's different. Mate, he's different. He's a he's a prop. He's not a he's not silky. He's he, and he just dominates at club level, and he just does. Mm. Clark is getting annoyed. We'll move it on. We'll move it on. Three, two, ones, guilty. Three, two, ones. Give me one second. Three, okay. two, ones. We have Reese Walsh three killed it. Capewell two. Mate, isn't he going good? Yeah. He goes from Penrith to the Broncos. Bastard. Um, and how good's Walsh is going? Yeah, Billy Walters is getting better every week. Yeah, mate, mate, I thought he—I I thought he deserved probably three points. I thought he—that's oh, how—that's how good I thought he went. Mate, the only two, the reason he doesn't get three points is because he comes off. They spell him mm. for smoothie. Oh, Tyson smoothie! How yeah. good is he? Yeah, boys, game four: the Rabbitohs defeat the Dragons twenty-six points to fourteen. Now, Clarky, I'll give you the floor in a sec. But I thought it was an unconvincing win for your club against an injury-depleted Dragons, I might add. Um, the conditions were very hot. The game was played in Cairns. They looked very, very out of it, which could be bad for you this week. I think it um, takes a toll on the body. I saw them today, actually. I was driving past Redfern Oval, and I saw Campbell Graham and AJ was pissing down their training. Um, but, Clarky, give us your take for this game. Yeah, mate, I thought it was a dreadful game. Yeah. A lot of drop ball. It was just, it was just a, comparing it to the Broncos. I know the Broncos was the drubbing, but they were at least entertaining and like fun to watch. The South weren't. Um, Gilly, why do you, you wanted to give some points to Lachlan Ilias? Mate, I thought he played pretty good, to be honest. Yeah. <sighs> I thought he played a lot of a lot of a lot of errors. Yeah, I'm not saying he didn't play better than Cody. I don't think Cody deserves points, but a lot of errors. Um, yeah, mate, I, I don't I don't have an answer at the moment. Like, yeah, it's a win. It's a win against the Dragons. It's like the win against the Tigers. Like, it's nothing to get excited about. I, I think the Dragons. This is the, the difference. Is I think the Dragons are a little better than people give them credit for. I know they're losing. I know they're at the bottom, but mate, they don't get smacked. Well, and keep in mind, I'm looking at the injury list right now. They've got Jack Bird, Zach Lomax, Francis Molo, Jaden Sullivan, Jack DeBellin, Fui Maono, Cody Ramsey, and Jaden Sua all out. That's yeah, eight players. They, that some, they of them, some of them wouldn't be top 17. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. I'd say six of the eight would be mm, at least. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe but, um, six of the eight might have been at the start of the year. Well, look, the Rabbitohs don't have Harme Sele 
Junior Tola and Tom Burgess, and they're crucial to your oh, forwards rotation yeah, off the bench. Your, you it's know? your start. Your, between them is your obviously your starting pack, and obviously it's crucial. A very, a, a very good bench player. So obviously, there's an issue there. On a on a lighter note, did you see that was the first time ever that two identical twins, two sets of identical twins, played in the same game together? Yeah. In- I did see yeah, that. Probably. It was um, Couchman and Fee and I. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool, eh? That was cool. That was probably, Mate, it was probably the most interesting thing about the game. <laughs> well, yeah. it was one, there's only one thing I wanted to talk to you about, Clarkie, and it's not a real big moment in the game, but I just something I noticed. Mm-hmm. When you guys got up 26 to 10 or 8, whatever it was, 26 mm-hmm. to 8, and I was like, oh, the game's sewn up here. Uh, off your your... Everyone talks about um, your set after points and make sure it's a good one so you don't, you know, give the team a sniff or, or a chance, you know what I mean? Mm. And Damien Cook went out dummy half and he he threw a, um, a, I don't know if it was Cookie's fault or if it was Jai Arrow's fault, but he went to throw a ball for Kolomitangi and Jai Arrow's put his hand out to catch it and it was knock on. It went behind Jai Arrow and he's like, oh, it's for me, but it was going to KK, but was it a miss? timed run from Arrow or was a shit pass from Cookie? I don't remember. But after he threw it and there was a knock on, they all just went, you serious? And like, fuck. And no one was like, oh, you know, head up, this and that. They kind of just went, fuck, man. Like, you just screwed up. Like, come on, man. And then the Dragons got a, got a try out on, like, yeah. on the back of that. Mate, it probably sums up where we're at at the moment, to be fair. Like, even just just the the play itself after points probably sums us up. And then, yeah, the body language and the reaction afterwards as well. Yeah, uh, maybe I don't know if it was because it was it was boiling hot there. Like, what was the what was it like thirty degrees or like not thirty like twenty seven or something? Like, it's, it was bad. Like hmm. they were it, anyway. We've done some, and I know it's not an excuse, but and the Warriors travel more than any other team. But fuck, we've done some traveling. Yeah, Tam, Tamworth to Perth to Cairns. Yeah. It's pretty. So, it's a pretty shit go, and yeah, your draw at the end is is against teams vying for the eight. So it's gonna they're gonna be clutch games, man. Yeah, and then we clutch. go up to and we go up to Newcastle this week, mm, and it's gonna be sold. I reckon that game will sell out. Yeah, yeah I think, I, and it's it's old boys' day too. Oh, very. Which they have, which they have like a really like a really good record. Yeah, man, I can't I can't see man. I still think the Knights are pretenders. Sorry. I don't reckon, man. Like, it, look, if if um, what's his name, Jackson Hastings is injured, they're going to struggle a bit. Oh, he's out. He's out. They yeah. reckon? No, 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 that, no, no. I just read something on the Knights website before we started that he might play. Okay, uh, it's a low, it's a low grade syndesmosis. Yeah, I can't see him playing. Mm. Couldn't even walk off the field. Yeah, I can't see him playing either. But we'll see. We'll see. Mate, a couple more things. Um, Sam Burgess has confirmed he's uh, departing the club. Uh, he's going to be the head coach of Warrington Wolves in the Super League in 2024. And lots of um, lots of uh, praise for this move in, in Australia anyway. Um, I think he has a shitload of respect from his peers that we don't see uh, in the public or in the media. Um, Clarkie, apparently it's a it's going to be a big loss for you guys. I don't know 
Your thoughts on it? Yeah, oh, I don't know. There's obviously pros and cons. Yeah, he's leaving, but he's going to come if he comes back. When he comes back, it will come back with a wealth of experience. Well, mate, they reckon that they, this, this Warrington's season is shocking over in the Super League right now, and they mm. reckon he's just going to change the club in, a, in well, the second he gets there. Let's 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 wait till yeah. it happens. Eh? I think we're putting the uh, cut before the horse. I think mate, so. You get you get all this, mate. What's he done? Yeah, that's right. I know. That's why I, it's just really strange that everyone's on. Everyone's think, just going. Everyone thinks he's going to be such a success straight away. Hey, yeah, I can't see him being the most analytical coach, but he might be a bit more like Wayne Bennett. Who knows? But I'm just saying, what have we seen so far? He's been a great player. That's about it. Let's wait and see. I think you're right, mate. AJ, uh, his try scoring tally is at 187. Uh, which is three behind Billy Slater, who's second on the highest try scoring tally in Australian rugby league history. He's going to get it. Clark. He'll get that this year. Yeah. He has to. Yeah. He has to. Uh, and last thing I'll say, boys, we spoke about Talis Duncan last week. Uh, he is apparently the next target for Australian rugby, Clarky and Guilty. Mm. Um, Mad. Where's he on play? What position is he on play? Oh, they said some position, but I don't. I don't. Wanker. Uh, It'd be a flanker. <laughs> yeah, apparently. So, is that a is is that a? Do you think he's going to be a massive loss for you guys? Because he looks he looks good. Well, is he going? No, they reckon he's he's going to go. Oh, really? Who's they? Who's they? They, Nick. I believe when I see it. <sighs> Fair enough, mate. The Rabbitohs know how to get those deals done and stay stave off that rugby interest. So I think stay confident. But anyway, um, onward and upwards, Clarky. Hopefully they make the finals. We'll see how we go this week against the Knights. But guilty the three two ones. Three two ones. The trail three, Kilmatani two, and the Shack Attack one. <laughs> and Clarky, you're hungover, so you're heading off now. Yeah. See you, boys. <laughs> see you, mate. Love you. You too, mate. Where's my boy Nick at? There he is. You still there, Nick? Me, anyway. mate. Let's soldier on, brother. The four games to go and then around the grounds and bunker review when uh, Clarkie comes back. But game five, the New Zealand Warriors defeated the West Tigers 30 points to 22 in front of a sold-out record crowd in Hamilton, 25,000 plus. The Warriors snuck away with a hard-fought win against the Tigers, as predicted by us last week, Nick. Yep. Uh, we said it was going to be close. People were like, oh, you're dumb, you're dumb. The only one that we fucked up this week was we thought the Bulldogs game was going to be close, and it definitely wasn't. But um, weird. Some weird calls in this one, Nick. I want you to give us a gauge on Mate, what you... I, I just want to know what you thought. Um, there was the... Who was it that scored? Um, Stafford Toa scored a try on the right-hand side. Mate, and they've been calling they've been calling the obstruction rule again. Hmm. But they just seem to let this one go and, and the person that was obstructed is the fastest bloke on the field. Hmm. Was Metcalf. Yep. What do you think of that? Obstruction or not obstruction? Don't get me started with this shit. I, I don't get me started with the obstruction rule because that like yeah. the, the, the hip drop is the hip drop for Clarkie is is a bugbear. The obstruction for me is so annoying because they made it black and white after the complaints about grey. 
And then this year yeah. they're like, oh, well, let's bring some gray back. And they're like, no, actually black and white. No, gray. No, let's just mix all the colors. Yeah. I don't I don't want to comment. Then there was the DWZ try in the corner, which looked awesome, but I'm positive it came out of his hand when mm. he put it down. Mm. Um, yep. Do you remember it? Yep. Try or no try? Man. Don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm going to say, oh. I, I thought it was a try at first glance. That's why, so, you know. So did I. And then yeah. I watched it again. I went, yeah. The bumper's okay, up. The bumper's up for Wade Egan and, um, and uh, who who did it? Who did it for Mate, the Tigers? DWZ and Stefano both did it. Yeah. That's right. Both very different. Mate, Stefano's absolutely just running the ball, nil dramas at all. It's because he injured Wade Egan. Wade Egan went down like a sack of shit and all of a sudden, massive issues. Yeah. You you thought that one was fair fair game? Mate, that was not a penalty at all. No. What about... uh, DWZ, on the other hand, mate, he pretty much elbowed the bloke in the the face. Yeah. Mate, Adam Dewey... That could have been 10 in the bin. Mate, Adam Dewey... Um, I think he's going to be in a bit of strife. He posted something on his Twitter. Uh, he said, how many weeks in a row can we be on the wrong end of these ref calls? It's seriously becoming a joke. I think, you know, being a player, like he's put, he's brought the refereeing into question, which is integrity, which is an issue in the NRL. And they could actually make him show cause. You know what I mean? Mate, what, 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 what's he, what's he, what's, what's he whinging about though? Well, that's the thing. I'm, I'm, man. They lost the game. It, the Warriors, the Warriors, I hope, I'm hoping, and you said this last week, you said you're worried that they've, they've hit their peak. And look, they still played well, but they're not putting away the wooden spooners. It, the, the, they didn't go away, the Tigers. And maybe that's because they've probably had the most players available at this time. But they've only got Charlie Staines and Adam Dewey injured. Everyone else is there. Maybe that's why. I don't know. I don't know, but he was complaining, Adam Dewey. He was yeah. complaining. And I think he'll get in trouble for it. And he should. Mate, um, on Wade Egan, he's um he's out of hospital. Uh they th- they said it was just uh precautionary, so I think he'll be sweet. Um yeah. mate, uh I wanted to point something out that was awesome in this game. Did you see in the 70th minute? Uh did you hear the crowd? The chance? No. You know the song, um, hey, hey, baby. Yeah. Ah, bro, the whole crowd for a minute sang it, and it was the it was the la- the loudest I've heard a Kiwi crowd since Tonga, New Zealand. Why did why did why, why did they do that? Why did they sing that song? Just because, just because, and I yeah, love it. Awesome. It sounded like an English crowd when they just everyone knows this is what we do now. We're gonna sing "Sweet Caroline." We're going to sing, who do we sing for? You know, whatever. They're going to, they're just, someone said, oh, let's sing this song. And the whole crowd got into it. I loved it. Loved it. 25,000 strong, baby. Let's go, Hamilton. Um, Nick, two more things. Yep. Um, yep, not yep. of the game. These are these are all sort of off-field things. Uh, the Warriors are reportedly going to play their home game finals matches because they will definitely have at least one um, 
they're going to play them at Eden Park instead of Mount Smart Stadium. So that gives them an extra twenty to 30,000 seats for fans. They're that, can- they're that confident they'll sell it out as well. They'll get 50,000. The New Zealanders love the league. Man, they've, they've sold out every game this year nearly. Yeah. It's fucking it's hard, awesome. it's, that. it's awesome, and that's great because they're winning. So the team are winning for the, the, the fans, and the fans are coming to watch the team. You know, it's great. It is great. Mate, last thing, uh, Aiden Caesar has reportedly, along with Jaden Sullivan from the Dragons, uh, they've both put pen to paper with the Tigers to be the halves part pairing next year or in the effort to teach Manly's Latu Fainu, who signed with them because he's a oh, junior. Isn't Dewey still there? Yeah, but he's not back until the middle of next year. That's how bad his injury is. Oh, okay. Yep. What do you think of that? Aiden Caesar, Jaden Sullivan. Mate, Aiden Caesar's not a long-term player, but I think he's a pretty good organiser. Good for and, one, uh, one or two I years. I like Jaden Sullivan, but I was speaking to a St. George fan recently, and he was just saying that his hamstrings are shot. Oh, right. Always, always injured, always with regard to hamstrings, and that's a shitty sort of... Yeah. That, 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 you remember Robbie Ross from Melbourne? That was the beginning of the end when your hamstrings started going. Yeah, I do remember him. Yeah. Anyway, mate, um, there's not much more to say about this one. Um, the Warriors, like like we said, they've locked in um, a top, sorry, a final spot, not necessarily a top four spot. We're hoping it's a top four spot, third or fourth. They can't get first or second. Um, and for the Tigers, they can still not avoid that spoon. They're back-to-back spoons too, by the way, but I doubt it. I think they're getting that back-to-back spoon. Nick which is unfortunate because we had high hopes for them this year, just like the Bulldogs and Roosters and other clubs. But anyway, three, two, ones for this one. Three, two, one. Aiden Fanua Blake, man. So well, I was talking about best prop in the world. I said Tino and you reminded me how good this bloke's going. How good is he? He, like Sean Johnson, Sean Johnson um, post-match, he said, everyone's talking about me and I don't really like it. He goes, because it's all, it's all Fanua Blake who's, who's creating for me. No one's talking about him, which is, I thought it was pretty humble. Hey, I, I think it's more than that though. I think he's just the captain of this fantastic forward pack. Like, man, look, for me, we, we picked the three, two ones. I picked Toe Harris to get points as well. Yeah. Man, he's unlucky not to get points. He he's is unlucky. Awesome too. Man, the only reason why he didn't get points is because Dane Laurie was um, keeping the Tigers in that match. I know he can't defend that well, but attack wise, he's, he's a, he's, he was fantastic in this game anyway, I've got to say. Hey, the Tigers must be furious that they've been... <laughs> they could have had him on a little bit of money and he could be the halfback or 5'8", and they could have only had to buy one player, but they haven't. And the Panthers must be absolutely going, ah, yes. <laughs> got him for nothing. Beautiful. Got him for nothing. Got him for nothing. Yep. Anyway, game six, so, Nick. I, I hadn't finished. Sorry, mate. AFB oh, yeah. three, uh, Sean Johnson two, and Dane Laurie one. Sorry, I didn't. Um, I, I apologize. I skipped you there. <laughs> My bad. Um, yes. Yeah, sorry. On on Fanua Blake. Um, he is definitely the rock next to Tohu Harris in that forward pack. Hey, the, all that near Cora, mate Barnett, man, they're awesome. Yeah, yeah. I hope they. I hope they rock the. Or they, they they shake the tree for the finals. I want them in mate, that, that grand that, final. Even even that young mate, I wrote him off. What's the center's name? Um, Rocco Berry. Rocco Berry, man, he's yeah. playing awesome. Yeah, it's because Webster's Andrew Webster. Uh, Andrew Webster's got him in. Um, what's it called? Got him in check. 
He's doing a good job. They didn't even have um. They didn't even have their fullback. Charles Nicol Clockstep didn't play. Yeah, that's right. They had um. What was his name? Tane to a picky. I think his name is. It wasn't bad, but he's not going to get a look in for a while because obviously, uh, Rogers coming back next year. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he'd been he'll be in the centre. He's confirmed it. He's a centre. Mate, if I'll tell you what, I'll take the other centre. Whoever it is, they don't want. Yeah. Absolutely. Mate, uh, game six. The Sydney Roosters defeated the Dolphins 30 points to 14. Uh, mate, the floodgates opened once uh, Ray Stone got sin-binned. Um, yeah. And that's 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 the crux of this game. The Roosters have kept their slim finals hopes alive. Sudden death this week with the Eels. We've already spoken about that or touched on that. Mate, um, Wayne Bennett, I wanted to speak about him. Now, he has publicly rubbished his club's progress, saying the Dolphins have regressed as the season has developed. I don't think they have. Mate, he, we we called this at the start of the year that longevity for players that aren't um, NRL seasoned, as in like, you know, because a lot of the players are rejects or majority of them are. Um, mate, every one of them is. Every single one of them is. Go through the team. Every one of them was released or let go by their team because their current team thought they had a better player on the roster. You have you have pointed that out numerous times, and I agree with it. I it, yeah. I find it I find it hard a little bit hard to disagree with Bennett in a way, but to be fair to his players, they have troubled teams all season. What you having, say they what, overachieved at the start of the year? Yeah, might yeah. Might that, that be something? Yeah, maybe. He he just reckons they always. He goes in the NRL. You need to stay in the grind, and he goes and we've lost that. We've lost that art, and well, maybe you know what? All they've got is the grind. They're not a flashy team. Well, mate, I just don't think they've got the cattle to ice ice games this year. And we said that we said they're just missing that little that superstar, or you know, and then and they and they haven't got that. They've just got workers. Yeah. And when you got workers, you're going to be a grindy team. But Bennett has identified that, in his eyes anyway, that they've lost that art or ability to grind. And he even publicly shamed Valence Tafare, the center. He said he's too overweight. He's not NRL quality if he puts in performances like he did last week. He's he just rubbished, he's rubbished his team. He just said, no. Nah. Maybe, hey. maybe that mate, well look, man, if there's one player, if there's one coach, sorry, that I w- would never um would never criticize and who seems to know how to get the right what to say to get the right player to do the right thing. It's uh, Wayne Bennett. So, well, mate, you look at that. You look at this game. The Roosters' left edge just punished the Dolphins' right edge. They slapped them. They, they, yeah, they. But, but, but man, honestly, it was a. Gr- they were grinding them out until, like you said, Ray Stone got ten in the bin, which I didn't think he should have. I mean, man, how low do you want him to get? Well, that's the, that's the thing. Like that's why this. this oh my gosh, I, I've I've always been of the opinion that if someone's fallen into it, like how can they control? How can they control not hitting him in the head sometimes? Mate, so, he yeah, was, put him on, he, he was, put him on report. Low. Put him on report if you want. He was at a 90-degree but... angle. Yeah. Ray Stone was at a 90-degree angle, man, and Hutchinson fell into him, and mm. they went head high. He he could not get lower. Mm-hmm. Mate, it didn't, didn't help the Dolphins, mate. They had Kenny Bromwich and Connolly Lemuelu um, uh, get concussed. So they activated yeah. the 18th man. They lost Jeremy Marshall King. He's out. He's finally been ruled out for the season now. It's confirmed. I, I think he's been playing injured as well. 
yeah, they, they, that's what I'm saying. Like they haven't got the depth, and this is what we called. And when the Dolphins went on their little run, um, you know, some people not not panning us directly, they were panning anyone that kind of didn't give them a, a chance. But they've fallen into they've fallen into where we thought they'd fall, which is yep. you know not the eight and the bottom the bottom five. You know, they come in thirteenth now or twelfth. Yep. Um, you know, it is what it is, but. They've had a great season. You can't take away. Not shitting on them. They've they've been great for the NRL this year. Um, I, I, I for me, I know you love and and I do love the way that they play the Warriors. But and and I know the Warriors. A lot of team, a lot of people, their second teams, the Warriors, because of what happened to them. They've been they've been staying stuck over here in Australia. They haven't been able to go home. Hmm. So you do feel for the Warriors. But man, I love the way the Dolphins play, and I know they're not. I know they're not winning games, but they haven't been smashed by any team, I don't think. No, oh, they have a couple games, but that's that's expected too. Mate, they, they but they stick around. And, you know, with the cattle that they've got, like you've mentioned it, with the cattle they've got, man, they're just doing the best they can. Look, man, I, I don't really understand why he moved away from Hammer at fullback. I think, I reckon Hammer's injured. And it didn't help when they lost Tom Gilbert. We've got to remember. Yeah, that's massive. But but again, like you said, they've got to be able to cover that. Man, man, I'm in, in saying that, I don't think Hammer's injured. Man, he, he scored he scored a runaway try where they they took it back. He he looks like he's going good, man. I just think that, that I think that they're trying to get Nicarima into the game, and they've got so many halves who are all the same caliber. They're all about a seven out of ten. They've got to whack them somewhere, and they've decided to whack Cody in as a as a fullback. I just don't know if that's the right move. Mate, um, Dylan Napa, now turning into the Roosters, he made his first NRL appearance since 2021. Um, he replaced Nathan Brown. He won't be back next week, I don't think. No. I think, I think Sam Walker, Angus Crichton, Nathan Brown, Momorowski, Egan Butcher, they're all due to come back. Even Connor Watson, maybe. Um, yeah. uh, that's maybe. a lot of players, man. I'll be honest with you, I'd leave Hutchinson at halfback. So this game, he was fantastic, wasn't he? Man, look, I don't know if people remember, man. Hutchinson isn't just a bloke who's come through at the Roosters. He was the next big thing at the Dragons. The Dragons, yeah. yeah and then he right. got injured, right? He got a Give massive injury. Yep. And now he and they, they released him, so they didn't stay by, stick by him. They went, no, fuck it, we'll just move on, right? He's had to work his way back up, and he's a good player. He's a good player. Man, yeah. when he took on the line, he always succeeded. Yep. He didn't overdo it. He didn't, oh, I'm going to keep doing it. And I, I, I think you're fine. Even though he's a bigger kind of guy and people go, oh, he's too big to play halfback. Mate, leave Kiri at 5'8", because Kiri's a runner. Let Hutchinson do the organising and he'll run every now and then. Yep. Mate, I don't think, I don't think, it'll be interesting to see where Sam Walker goes next year, to be honest. Mate, um, there's not much more to talk about in this game. Uh, we'll just move it on to the 3 2 ones. Hutchinson three, Nat Butcher two, Terrell May one. On on those two, Nat Butcher, like I said, he was punishing on the left edge. Um, Billy Smith as well. I thought he was unlucky not to get points with us. I thought he was fantastic. He's been great for the last few weeks, actually. He but has. Ter- oh, sorry. Has. Oh, I thought you were going to say, but I just think that you know, I thought that um, Terrell May was. No, on the right. What's the center's name on the right? He played just as well. Suwili, yeah, yeah. No, no, he, no, not Suwili, not Suwili. He played wing. Um, Joey Manu. Oh, Joey Manu. Yeah. played pretty good on the right as well. You know, so 
Mate, um, and on Terrell May, he what he played like half an hour and he ran for nearly 200 meters. 200 meters. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, uh, game seven, the Melbourne Storm defeated the Canberra Raiders 48 points to two. Mate, this was a masterclass from the Storm. Uh, Jerome Hughes, Coates, and Remus Smith was a surprise return as well. Uh, they, they were crucial uh, and important for this victory. They were. Jerome Hughes is fantastic. I Mate, love watching he is, him. He, he is, if he's not there, they struggle, even with Munster. No, he's, he's the, the guy. He's their guy. He's really the guy there. Yeah. Yep. Um, but this was very disappointing, this game, because this was fifth versus sixth at the time they played. And it was a shot at fourth spot. And you ask someone like Ricky Stewart, and the guy was just broken in the press for the press conference. He apologized to the reporters. He said, no disrespect. He goes, I am just gutted. And he walked out. Yeah. There was mate, no answers. But what's he going to say? They, they, you know what I mean? Seriously, they, they're just not in the same. They're like, I don't know how they're coming fifth. Man, because they, they've won every game by less than a try. But when they lose, they get slapped. Man, 48 to do. They're mine. Wait, hold on. You know what? I'm going to check what they're actually on. They're on. They're coming sixth. On 30 points, their points difference is minus 120. The next club that's on minus is the Roosters, who are 11th. Yeah. Man. Look, man, I, I can see the, Raider, the Raiders dropping out. I'm not yeah. even making that. I can yeah. honestly see that. Yeah. So can I. It's wild, man. Absolutely yeah. wild. Man, um, a couple of things uh, on and off the field. For this game, um, Ethan Strange, Ethan Strange debuted for Canberra uh, because yeah. now, for those that don't remember, he was the MVP in the Under 19s Origin match for the Blues. Um, and he was good. He was good in this game. Yeah, he was, despite the fact that they didn't score a try. Yeah. Um, he replaced Jared Croker. Now, Jared Croker confirmed today that he's retiring at the end of the year, not immediately. Mate, but I can't see. Mates, just on Is him. He yeah, he's done his hammy. Now, um, Gildy, I think he's been a marvel for rugby league, just like Wade Graham. He's just been one of the one of the good blokes of the game. Uh, he debuted in two thousand nine. He's a product of your old stomping ground in Goulburn. Um, yeah. Junior club was the Goulburn Stockmen. I don't know if you ever watched them play. Yeah. Um, He's a one-club player uh, in the NRL for the Raiders, 305 games and counting. He's got that record at the club as the highest um, clubman. Um, but I've always rated Jared Croker. I thought he was always um, uh, a well-rounded center, very tough position, as we always speak about, underrated position in a way. Um, I thought it was very unlucky, I think, in the area that he played from 09 to 2023 to not be selected once at least for rep footy. Mate, he, he was close one year. He was close. Mate, he just, just players were bigger, faster, stronger. Yeah. just so, He's unlucky. Just, like, I get it, but he's just unlucky. Mate, yeah, he's he's unlucky. I mean, when you, when you, mate, if he was playing for any other country, do you know what I mean? Like, if he had a New Zealand background, he would have been in a New Zealand team at some point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Hundred percent, but mate, kid from Goulburn making it making it this far, mate. What's that? Fourteen seasons in the NRL. Yeah, man. He, he he's a great player, super ambassador for the club. I hope he goes on to do other things because 
you know, he obviously loves the club. He's a serious, like, you know what? He's one of those guys who he, he is, uh, he knows how to do all the little things. He gets all the one percenters right. And that's what gives him enough to get into first grade. Hmm. Yeah. He'd be there now if he wasn't, <clears throat> if he wasn't injured, but it is what it is. It is rugby league. Yep. Mate, um, some more good news. Um, Brian Pappenhausen. Now, Craig Bellamy today confirmed that he will be returning to the NRL in round 26 Mate. for his first first grade game in over a year after another success. Did you watch to the yeah, Sunshine mate, Coast Falcons game? He, Is that what you're saying? He looks awesome. He, mate, you, you saw what he did at the start of last year. Yeah, it was, he was top and, in the Dell M's. Mate, in eight weeks, he just was amazing. He scored, he scored 100-meter tries like it was just easy. Man, if he gets a, just a little bit of luck, a little bit of luck, he's going to stay in the field. I feel sorry for Nick Meaney because they're going to have to move him somewhere else. He'll be on the wing. But mate. Would you reckon we your center even maybe? Or center, know. yeah, because they got they got dramas with their centers now. Like they got Marion Seve. I know he's not bad, but you know Justin Olam's not kicking on like they thought this year. And I, I don't know Seve how Meany is in the, as a front on defender either. But I mean, Meany played pretty good this week as well. So. He was fantastic. This man, the spine, like Hughes, just gets him in order, which which uh, opens up Munster. Munster's strong at the line, and then Meany was just bloody running through the middle. Harry Grant was just punishing the ruck. Defense. I'll tell you something. If Meany's making breaks like that, Pappenhausen's not even getting touched. Man, this week, right? So it's his second game back for those that didn't listen last week or are unaware of Pappenhausen's um, recovery because he's been away for the game for over a year and a half nearly. He was playing for the Sunshine Coast Falcons, which feeds into the Melbourne Storm. He had a 40-minute game last week, successfully played. This week he had 80 minutes. He scored a try. He set up two tries. Took 19 runs, 127 meters. Mate, to your point, Nick, if he comes back and he comes back firing, mate, it, cha- it changes up the storm's mate, fortunes a look, little bit. Look, I think I said Warriors are sort of, I'm, I'm worried a little bit if they've peaked too early. Mate, the storm haven't peaked yet. It <laughs> hasn't comes back. Mate, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing. Look out. Look out for those top two teams. Mm. Yeah. Mate, I, 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 I'm I, like you, man. I fucking love Ryan Pappenhausen. I think the Schnackenschnausen's a gun. He's a freak. Yeah. But anyway, Nick, yep. uh, we'll, we'll move this one on, um, unless you've got something else to say about this one. Um, no, nah, not really. I mean, the players that we're giving the three two ones, they're, they're the, the players that normally always get it other than Munster. But, but it just is what it is for the Storm. I thought um, Trent Liero played very well. He's getting better. He's going to start buddy, that, putting that, his hand that, up. That left edge. He's got to put his hand up for Italy. That's what he's got to do. Mate, I, I reckon, man, if he keeps, he, he's going to be not too far of putting his hand up for Queensland, to be honest. Ooh. Mate, okay. um, you've got uh, three to ones. Yep. Grant three, Hughes two, and Nass. Man, when Nass comes on, man. When he wants to, when he wants to be dominant, he's dominant. Yeah, he's a bloody he's fucking seven foot tall. Oh, no, when he he just he's just got to turn it on every time. I sort of like him off the bench to be honest, because honestly, man, I'd be a little scared if he's out there. You know, you go hard, but you just go fucking not not look at this thing. It's Frankenstein. <laughs> it's Schnackenschnauzen. 
Yeah. Mate, um, final game, the Newcastle Knights defeated the Canterbury Bulldogs 42 points to six. Now, <clears throat> this was uh, the first time the Bulldogs had named a full-strength side, and it was very disappointing that uh, they dished up the first half they did. Um, the Knights in both games against the Bulldogs this season have outscored them 108 points to six. Very, very deflating as a Bulldog supporter. And funnily enough, it was half at halftime, it was 30 nil in both games. So uh, very poor first half from the Bulldogs. Um, I was feeling 66 nil vibes, just like in round 18. Uh, Luke Thompson came back from uh, for his first game in a year. Um, uh, didn't have a didn't have a great game back. Obviously, was targeted, um, but it was it was a really really shambolic defensive line. When we when we we whenever they were up there, I went, oh, they're going to score. We can't defend on our line. That's how it looked, and it, and it, it happened. Um, but look, things happened in the first half. Um, two sin bins. Jacob Preston's hip drop, mate. It's a hip drop, in my opinion. Right. It was a hip drop. And and I think the other one in a scoring position, Harrison had to go as well for 10. So it's just one of those it things. Is, it is what it is. And and we yeah. can't defend with 12, let alone 11 um, yeah. off, uh, on the field. And, I mean, Channel 9, I was watching the coverage for 9, and they were trying to defend Jacob Preston's reaction tackle. But he's gone in a dangerous position. It is what it is. Like, I can't I can't defend it. No, well, but, mate, we know what a hip drop is, and that, that, that was a hip drop, so... Yeah, mate. Uh, the for the Knights, they they didn't have Bradman Best, so Nari Tawala came in, but they Safidi made a return, which I thought he had a, a good return back from quad injury. Um, you did, but you look at their meters, the Safidi brothers don't make many meters, that's what they're there for. Well, oh man, I thought Safidi was was making inroads, but Phoenix Crossland was setting them up really well, like he was just he's so. He's an unsung hero in the in the heart and the hooker role, I should say. Um, he had to go into the halves when um, Jackson Hastings got injured from the hip drop. And look, we've spoken about that. Hastings might be out for this week, which is crucial because they need him. When he went off, they lost direction. Oh, they big lost. time! And you know, it was it was what was it twenty four nil, maybe less, because we had eleven on the field after that. So they probably scored two tries, and then it was and then it was a really shit game in the second half. Really, really poor game, but you know, Mate, like there was some dodgy calls, like you pointed out. But fair's fair, like it wouldn't have changed the result. I think the Bulldogs no, no, wouldn't. Just have. Like, the better team won. The better team won. Mind you, mate, they don't let um, Preston have the try, and they let and that that that's six points for the dogs instead of six points because Anari Tuala goes one hundred and five meters the other end. I thought they were going to call him back and go, no, nah, it's a tribe of Preston. It was, yeah, mate, what's the difference between him and what Leo Thompson did? Absolutely nothing. I, I get it. Oh, I, I, I'm not saying, look, man, th- those little things just give the dogs a little bit more hope and it doesn't become a walkover. I'm telling of you, course, man, like, Of course it does. And, like, man, there was a call, like, Andrew Johns was absolutely, no, sorry, Brad Fitler and Andrew Johns were blowing up. Uh, there was a pass. Uh, Matt Burton, bloody broke. He like did the thing where like you get around the person's back and you offload it around the around the back. And Braden Burns was getting held off the ball, and yeah. they were losing it, saying that's a sin bin, it's a penalty. 
Uh, and then off the back of that, uh, the referees missing it, the Knights scored. And they went, well, that's bullshit. And I went, yeah. oh, whatever. Like, I just, I, I kind of didn't argue any of the points. Like, I just went, whatever. Like, here's what it is. They missed the calls this week. Maybe one week they'll get them. It, it, is, it is the nature of rugby league. Hey, look, um, if, yeah. if there's one thing that I watched when I was watching that game, that hit by kick out was awesome. I love that shit. Hit of the year? Mate, you, I, I thought it was. You cannot, you cannot just not take him into account. Man, I look, yeah, it was a great hit. I just didn't like how um he was going for it a couple of times and then he was doing it by himself, which meant it was an earthquake line. And then the Knights went, oh, I mean, we'll just... you've got to depend on that inside player to cover you. And he's got Luke Thompson, who's coming back. Mate, really not a great, uh, what's it What's it called when you're moving? He's, he's, he's side to side ability isn't super. No. And none of, the, none of the England players, none of the England forwards really, other than Sam Burgess and, you know, maybe that bloke who played for, you know, um, um, Bateman, you know, that their, their side to side ability in defence isn't as good as, as what the Australians train for. Anyway. Mm. Mate, uh, last thing I'll say about this, uh, it's off-field, actually. Uh, Siwa Tokeaho um, has been officially released from his final year at uh, the Catalans Dragons. Uh, the Bulldogs are set to sign him very shortly, uh, and they've also pulled out of signing Connor Watson, so the Roosters are probably going to re-sign him. And um, that's that, Nick. But hopefully yeah. the Bulldogs bounce back this week. I don't remember who they got. We're going to get into that soon. But three, two, ones for this game. Uh, Gagai, three. I mean, he played very well. Um, Gamble, two. And uh, Phoenix Crossland, one. Mate, I, I find with Phoenix Crossland, it's going to be a funny one when uh, the Braley brother comes back. Yeah. Because Jayden. they bought him as a future captain. And, mate, I, I, I think Crossland's better. That's my oh, opinion. Phoenix Crossland's been fantastic. But Pong is also, like, he should have been at the fullback role the whole year. But No, no, not Pong. Not Pong. I'm talking about Braley, though. Yeah, no, I know, but like I'm just saying, like Crossland playing like he does helps Ponga, which helps Hastings, which then helps the forwards. Like yeah. he gets them. Yeah. I thought Crossland was was fantastic. Yep, yeah, I agree. I think he's very good, mate. Uh, rapid fire tips for round twenty five. We've got three rounds to go. Uh, game one, Thursday eight pm. The Cowboys versus the Sharks in Townsville. Um, mate, I got the Cowboys. Massive game. I'm going to say the Sharks for now. Really? Got to see the lineup. Man. Mate, they just had a week off, mate. I can't see it. That's what happened last week with the dogs, and they fucking flopped. So (laughs) It was the Cowboys, man. It is the Cowboys. You're right. Game two, Friday, 6 p.m., the Warriors versus Sea Eagles in Auckland. Uh, Mate, the Warriors, but I think Manly will go quite well here. They talk, they play well against the Warriors. I'm going to say the Warriors, and I think they'll. Um, I don't think it'll be close. I think the Warriors will be comfy. Yeah. Uh, game three, Friday, eight p.m. The Eels versus the Roosters in Parramatta. Winner stays in the race. Loser drops out of the race for finals. Mate, I'm going to say Para. I just don't. I still don't think the Roosters are much chop. Uh, I'm going to say Roosters. Mitch Moses being out too too big a, a loss for you guys. Uh, fourth game, Saturday, 3 p.m., Tigers versus Dolphins in Parramatta as well. Mate, you know what? I'm going to buck the trend. I think the Tigers have been playing pretty good, and I'm picking the Tigers. I am with you. I'm going to pick Tigers as well. 
Uh, game six, Saturday, 7.30 p.m., the Dragons versus the Storm in Wollongong. Should be interesting. Isn't it? Isn't the 5.30 game Titans-Panthers? Oh, I skipped that. The 5.30 p.m. game is Titans-Panthers. Let's talk about that one first. Okay. <laughs> in the Gold um, Coast. Yeah. Well, mate, easy, Panthers. Panthers. And, sorry, Dragons-Storm is the sixth game in Wollongong. Um, Storm. If Pappenhausen's back, this will be awesome. Uh, I'm going to say Storm as well, but... I'm interested in this game. I think the Dragons will go all right. Depends on who comes back for him. Is Lomax uh, playing? Who? Lomax? Uh, not, we don't know yet. Don't know. Yep. Game seven, Sunday, 2 p.m., the Knights versus the Rabbitohs in Newcastle. This is a massive game. Mate, I can't see the Rabbitohs losing. I'm picking the Knights. Okay. In Newcastle. Yeah. This is going to be a, a hard week of tipping, I think. And the final game at 4 p.m. on Sunday, the Raiders versus the Bulldogs in Canberra. Maybe the Bulldogs can bounce back, Nick. Mate, I think that the Raiders, Ricky is going to be whipping them all week. I can't see the Raiders losing. Man, what about the Raiders run? Man, Jesus Christ. You may as well give them a chance to be in the eight. Oh, anyway. The way the cookie crumbles. Eh? I'm picking the Raiders as yeah. well. And the bye goes to the Broncos. Now, Nick, we're going to check in around the grounds. Got a few topics that we'll get through. Very, very snappy. Um, the Betfret Challenge Cup final was this weekend held over in London's Wembley Stadium in front of 60,000 fans. The Lee Leopards defeated the Hull Kingston Rovers in Golden Point 17 to 16 for their first Challenge Cup title in 52 years, Nick. 1971. Was it Lamb who um was it Lamb who kicked the goal? Mate, Lachlan Lamb scored a try and the 83rd minute kicked the field goal to win the title. Uh he got me into the match. Man. His dad's his dad's the coach. Can someone and, explain to me why the Tigers aren't looking at him? Well, he's re-signed at uh He's re-signed so to, so to stay for two years because you know, I, I think he's re-signed because he wants to stay because they've built a legacy at a club that was in the dumps. Uh, his dad's running the club. His dad's successful, Adrian Lamb, I'm saying. Man, everyone – so Derek Beaumont, the billionaire owner of Lee Leopards, he his dream was to win titles with his club and everyone went, all right, mate, like – just because you're a billionaire doesn't mean shit. And he goes, nah, when we make it back to top flight rugby league, which over in England is the Super League, when they make it back up there, he goes, I'm going to make sure they stay there. And everyone went, yeah, all right, mate. And then they made it back last year. They got promoted and they went from the Lee Centurions to the Lee Leopards. And he went, I am rebranding this club because I want success from now on because they've got a checkered history as the Centurions. And here's a club, Nick, that represents 40,000 people, a small town in England, being Lee, and they're holding up the Challenge Cup title, which is the oldest competition and trophy in the history of rugby league. I think it's massive. I actually think the magnitude of it is gigantic and the way they've gone about it. Mate, he was the first guy running on the field when when Lachlan Lamb won in the game. Yeah. Man, Adrian Lamb's getting getting um, interviewed and all the players are bloody in- interrupting because they want to hug him. 
The guy's crying. What do you mean? I thought it was hectic. It was awesome. Mate, uh, how are they going in the regular comp? So they're second in the comp. Catalans are first. Catalans will probably probably win the minor premier premiership, I should say. Um, sorry, they're they're equal second. I think Wigan's second on for and against, but they're gonna be top. They're gonna for for the Super League. You want top two because you get it's only three weeks of finals. So if you get top two, you get the first week off. Yeah. And then and then you you're basically you're in the you're in the playoff. So you you, you get to watch the other. Four teams fight it out. Whoever's the highest ranked versus second, and whoever's the, the lowest ranked versus first in the prelims. So you yeah, want you want to come second, and man, I think they'll come second. I honestly do. But anyway, yeah. you um, win the win the grand final. Man, look, I th- I think I think so too. But I'm going for the Catalans Dragons because I think it's better for French rugby league. That's my thought process to it. But if Lee win, I'm not going to be upset. Put it that way. Yep. Mate, uh, NRLW round four. Uh, Raiders defeated the Dragons 19 18. Cowboys defeated Tigers 16 to 12. The Broncos defeated the Eels 22 to 12. Eels captain Kennedy Cherrington. She's copped a four game suspension for her dangerous throw charge last week. Pretty bad. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, in game four, the Roosters defeated the Sharks 36 to 12. And in the final game, the Knights defeated the now. Not undefeated Titans, 22 to 10. Uh, the top four are Roosters, Knights, Raiders, and Titans. Uh, they've all lost one game each. The Eels are last. They haven't won a game this year, Nick. Uh, there's five more rounds to go in the regular season for the NRW, then at semis and the grand final. Now, Nick, over to some international rugby league news. Samoan head coach Matt Parrish has stood down from his role effective immediately. Um, This is off the back of the rejigged rugby league international calendar. Um, He said that he can't commit to four more years as the coach. Um, He doesn't know if he can, and he thinks that's not fair to Samoan, uh, to Tol Samoa, I should say. Uh, So he's uh, handing over the role to someone that can commit for four years and beyond. Now, we all remember Matt Parrish um, off the back of his success in the 2021 Rugby League World Cup. He's the first coach to lead Samoa to a grand final in any world sport. Rugby League is Samoa's first ever grand final opportunity on that stage. But we all know that, if if you guys remember, Prior to the to the World Cup starting, a lot of the Samoan players were trying to get rid of him. Uh, they thought that he wasn't really culturally appreciating uh, the traditions of Samoa. They thought that he was kind of fobbing it off. Um, in hindsight, it was a good move that this got turned down um, because these players were advocating for Andrew Johns and Matthew Johns as the head coaches, along with Sonny Bill Williams as the assistant coach. <clears throat> Um, like I said, hindsight Wait, prevailed because can you imagine Andrew and Matthew Johns coaching the same team? Not now. No. Not now. Um no. mate, like I said, in hindsight it's good because Matt Parrish led him to a grand final in the World Cup. But um 
Danica Mason from Channel 9, after Matt Parrish quit, she asked Andrew Johns, what do you think? And he said, look, I'm going to let the dust settle. He goes, but I'm interested. I'm really interested in coaching Samoa. Uh, he said something along the lines of him being an advocate for the international game. Um, he goes, he wants it to be up there with origin. He goes, it's not going to be there, but he wants it to be around that mark, which is something I'm, I agree with. Yep. Matthew Johns was also asked separately, obviously, because they don't talk anymore um, on <laughs> SEN radio. And he said, look, the World Cup was the perfect time for me, um, particularly around his work commitments. He goes, but that that's that didn't happen and it's never going to happen now. So he's yeah, well. he said no. And I don't know where that leaves Sonny Bill Williams, but he was also in that 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 frame. Mate, surely Sonny Bill Williams um, doesn't contribute as much as those other guys. Do. No way, no way. But mate, look, they reckon. Time, I'd say if Sonny Bill wants to do it, he could do it. No, he wouldn't be the head coach, would he? Nah. But mate, look, they reckon that um, Daniel Holdsworth. Do you remember him? Both for the the Bulldogs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They reckon because he's the um, Cronulla and. Samoan assistant coach now. They reckon he's yep. going to take over. Yeah, right. But yeah, what do you reckon? Do you reckon Andrew Johns would he'd be a good coach? Mate, I think that every team that Andrew Johns has been an assistant at, as opposed to Cooper Cronk, has been successful. <laughs> just a bit of shade on Cooper. Yeah, man. Hey, Brad, mate, Brad... been... Sorry. No, no, you go, you go. I'm just going to say, man, because everyone goes on about how good Cooper Cronk is, and mate, he's been shafted from the Roosters because they're not going good. Yeah, he and won't, like he I said, every every when Andrew Johns was at Parramatta, the halves are fired. When Andrew Johns has gone to Newcastle, the halves are fired. Does that tell you something? I think it tells me something. Oh, he's in, he's an immortal for a reason. Yeah, I think he, uh, he's the best player to ever play the game. But look, um, it's like when Brad Fittler was the coach of Lebanon and everyone went, wow, he's a really, really good coach. And then he got the origin gig. Maybe this is a good way for Andrew Johns to start. Like, I, I, love, so- I, I honestly think Andrew Johns, um, look, I just, it, it, I think he'd make, you know, he defended fit Fittler with the Fittler's decisions because he's part of the staff, but I don't think Andrew Johns is making the decisions. I think it's Alexander and, and Fittler, and I think they make the wrong decisions in origin. I've got a funny feeling if uh, the role ever got to Andrew Johns, it would be very, very interesting with where he'd go. He doesn't – look, man, he'd demand that he'd be the, the person who picks the side, and I think he'd be excellent, to be honest. It'd be interesting. I yeah. think – I think. look, Samoa, Samoa is like Australia, New Zealand, and the Pacific nations right now, like it's just – it keeps growing. And it's becoming more and more professional, particularly for the Pacific Islands. Um, I think the England, New Zealand, and English um, systems are, are have, have been professional for a while. Um, needless to say, um, I think Andrew Johns starting for Samoa as a coach would be a great starting point for his coaching career. Mate, look, I think that Samoa have fantastic forwards. And massive backs that that, that that do the job, and their probably their weakest point is their halves or their spine. And if you've got Andrew Johns there teaching the spine, yep. mate, anything could happen. Well, mate, it's between him and Daniel Holdsworth, so we'll see what happens there, right? Eh? Yep, mate. Um, Canadian Rugby League now, Nick, the Toronto Wolfpack are officially back 
They've made their return under brand new ownership. Uh, they played their first game of rugby league at Lamport Stadium in Toronto, Canada. Their first game since they were booted out of the Super League competition in 2020 due to COVID. Now, uh, you know what? I find that I, that sort of makes me a bit, a little bit, I don't know, I, a bit angry because what if, if they're back, can't anyone let them back in? No, no, no. So they were owned by two billionaires at the time. They're not owned by billionaires now. They're owned by like a, a cohort of people. Yeah. Um, and they were, I mean, the deal when they were in, because I think they started in 2017 and they started in League One, which is the third division. Yeah. They said, you can only, like the, the RFL, which is the body for um, England, rugby league, they said, you can only come here if um, it's financially, it doesn't financially cripple the league. And they went, yeah, yeah. sweet. Um, we'll literally pay for everyone, everyone's flights and accommodation when they come to Canada. Yep. And they're like, fine, do it. Anyway, they went in Division 3 and they slapped everyone, got promoted to Division 2, lost in the in the um, million pound game, which is the promotion game. Yep. Then the year after they they won, they beat Featherston and got promoted. And then 2020 was their year. <clears throat> they signed Sonny Bill Williams on the yeah, largest contract ever. Yeah. And then COVID hit. But the financial, what was poor about them making Super League was they didn't even fill out their squad, which was really odd. They didn't have enough players. So they were getting, like, you know, they were getting smashed by teams. Well, not smashed. They're losing. And then they started to get smashed. And then by game six, COVID hit. And they went, yeah, you're from Canada. So, like, see ya. And now they're not a professional they're not a professional club right now. They're semi-professional. Yeah. But anyway, it's a bit wild what's happening over there at the moment. So basically for 2023, the Wolfpack created an event called the Canada Cup, which is an invitational for American, Canadian, and Jamaican rugby league clubs to face the Wolfpack at Lamport Stadium in Toronto. So if all goes to plan, Nick, they will have seven matches this season. Like I said, they played their first match last weekend and they defeated the Whistler Wolves, who are from British Columbia in Canada, 60 points to six. Yeah, this Canadian team has really got to get a little more creative with the names. They can't all be Wolves. Yeah. <laughs> the Whistler that's, Wolves, the Timberwolves, the Wolfpack. Yeah. Mix it up it. a little bit. Yeah. Mate, um, they got six more weeks. In a row, uh, they're going to face. Now you might remember these two clubs, Nick: the Atlanta Rhinos and DC Cavalry. Okay. So they they were going to be a part of the now defunct NARL competition. Yep. Which never even got off the ground, to be honest. Um, they've also organised games for Tampa Mayhem, Jacksonville Axemen, and lastly the Jamaican Hurricanes. So they're yeah. all going to go and play in Canada this over the next um, six weeks. That's cool. Next year, they're expanding the Canadian Cup to a 15-game invitational, again, at Lamport Stadium. And then they're going to play three games in the US for a total of 18 games. So I don't I don't think, I don't know, like if, um, it doesn't mean anything because they're going to play one, like every team once or twice. 
but yeah. I don't think there's any points. I think it's just to get rugby league played. So it's like a, it's a competition, but it's not a competition. Yeah, I know what you're saying. So a club could go up there and just play them once. Yeah. And that's the game. Yeah. And then eventually I think they want to like get into a competition again and then, you know, go from there. But I hope this is something along with NRL in Vegas, they just marry up and they go, oh, we should go semi-pro here. And, oh, we should go pro eventually. Like they need to have a professional league in America because I think they could they could really, um, what's it called, um, nurture it over there. Yeah, I agree. But anyway. Look, I'll, I'll, every week I'll, I'll bring this back up, Nick. I'll just say the scores for the Toronto Wolfpack games, and yeah, it's look, it's small steps, but it's great to see them back, Nick. Well, we know that um, we know that people are interested because in our hundredth episode, people, some people, more than one, explained that they it's something that they look forward to. Yeah, finding about what's happening in America. Yeah. So. Uh, and look, we do appreciate all the DMs, guys, particularly our overseas listeners. Um, we love it because we'll keep talking about this stuff uh, because we're passionate to to do that. So we'll continue to do it. But the last thing, Nick, before we get Clarky back from his um little hangover, uh, Australian Rugby Union has somehow made around the grounds, um, albeit it is for rugby league reasons, Nick. Yeah. So Australian Rugby have named their World Cup squad, um, the World Cup being in France, in September. Yep. Um, now, controversy around it, but I don't care about the other 31 players. I just don't care. I don't want to talk about them. I just wanted to bring up that they have named ex-Melbourne wingers, Marika Korobidi and Suliasi Vunavalu in their 33-man yep. squad. Yeah, I don't know if we can really. I, I can't elaborate more than this. All I wanted to do, wanted to really do was ask you, what do you think of that? Well, they're they're, they're currently rugby union players, aren't they? Yeah, they are. But I'm just it's it's yeah. But I'm what well, I'm trying Corbett to. has been one of the best the best wingers in the international rugby for for a little while now. He's been obviously Australia's best winger. It's it's and, it's, it's just interesting that. And I know, I know that they would have played Union growing up. Like they're both Fijian boys, so they would have they would have been playing Union growing up. Yeah, but it's just interesting that the translation from league to Union. I find that I find that a lot of them make that transition better than Union players to league. Man, I think the thing is, if you're outside back, you could play. I think there are a lot of players who are playing rugby union who could probably play league in the outside backs. But I just think the forwards, the game's too different in the forwards. The game's too different in the forwards. It's it's because you know what the importance of the line out and the scrum is massive in rugby union. Obviously, in league, we don't have a line out and the scrum is just to take the forwards out of the battle for ten seconds, twenty seconds. Mm -hmm. Mate, well, I'd I'd say, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, the forwards in union would be more technical than, than the ones in league. Yeah, man, they're bigger as well. Like the blokes are actually bigger. Like they, it's only a five meter gap instead of a 10 meter gap. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I think they're, they're the technical because they've got to be technical in their sport. They're specialists. Do you know what I mean? Like the, the, the bloke who plays left prop has a skill set different to the bloke that plays right prop. Well, mates, I believe it or not, um, Scott, who 
our listeners might remember, um, he came on in episode 100. He's a big uh, Union and League fan. Um, he's um, persisting with me to watch uh, the World Cup. So I will. I'm going to try. I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to give it a go, guys. Yeah. And I've given I've given it shit, but I love World Cups and I love um, I love seeing that spectacle. Um, but Man, um, I'll, I'll, or, watch I'll watch Australia play until they get knocked out because they're not very good. Well, know? that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing Eddie Jones is not. Uh, well, he, he lost all the games in the lead up to it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, everyone's just writing them off. So we'll see what happens, eh? But um, yeah. Nick will get Clarkie back and um, end this bad boy. Let's do it. All right, boys, let's get into our final segment for today's episode. Our fan favorite sideline story bunker review presented by our major sponsor, Adzi Apparel. Boys, we've got three topics today. Two of them um, we already covered at the start, but Clarkie's going to surprise us with a game today. For you and I, Guilty, for the third topic. Yeah, but anyway, topic number one. The NRL have officially announced the 2024 season will kick off in Las Vegas, Nevada for a double header. We haven't got finer details just yet, but it's confirmed that the Broncos, Sea Eagles, Rabbitohs, and Roosters are the first four teams to head over to the US for what is confirmed also as of today, to be a five-year deal which will involve every NRL club. So oh, the shit. double... Yeah, what, what was that, sorry? I said, oh, shit, I didn't realise it. Yeah, yeah. So they're just starting with these four clubs, and I'll explain why two of them are there in a sec. Uh, the double header, uh, which is slated for 2024, will be played at Allegiant Stadium, which holds 65,000 seats or capacity um, and going off earlier reports uh, the double header will be played a week prior to the actual kickoff of round one in australia with the games to be broadcast on sunday afternoon australian eastern standard time so they'll try and kick off the games over there at five and seven which will give us a 12 and two kickoff i think over but here is it is it for competition points even though it's a yep. week early yep okay they just Good. they're, they're playing glad, those yeah. two they're playing those two games by yeah. themselves so they can come back due to come jet back yeah and shit. no that's good it made if if it wasn't for points if it was just some fucking friendly it would have been pointless yeah I agree the I Yanks agree. wouldn't get involved no they need to know that it's fair income hundred percent if it yeah, wasn't for points Clarky it'd be pointless eh <laughs> ah bad <laughs> ba boom ba boom. <laughs> Mate, you know what's funny? Just before you go on, with regard mm. to that, some blokes won't ever go because just say, for instance, you're part of that one of those four clubs, and you transfer to one of those clubs the next year. Mm. Damn it, not going to Vegas. Yeah, 100%. And, and some some people won't be allowed to go. True, that's true. Like Matt, like Matt, 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 Matt Lodge wouldn't have been allowed to go. No, no, you're right. He actually wouldn't be. Eh, they're actually no, pretty strict with their um. Oh, hundreds. Uh, <laughs> What's it called? What do they yeah, call it? The, the visa. Yeah, the visa. visa yeah. Mate, they're pretty strict with their visa. And especially if you've already been charged, charged and convicted of a home invasion. <laughs> In uh, America. <laughs> yeah. Mate, um, the they they're gonna bill this as like they're, they're the NRL are trying to get the Rabbitohs to verse Manly for the first game because they're trying really hard to get Russell Crowe 
and Hugh Jackman to promote the game in America because they support their respective clubs of the Rabbitohs and Manly Sea Eagles. Uh, that's the first game. or they, they want that to be the the game that promotes it, which then they go, oh, we'll also watch the Broncos-Roosters game and build that as Queensland versus Sydney because they're called the Sydney Roosters. And not oh. says Brisbane Broncos, but people know Brisbane now because of the Olympics. So they're and like, so, oh. and Scott And Scott Penn, the owner of Manly, lives in America, I think. Yeah, he's in New York. More, more than half the... Um... More than half of the year, yeah. So. so he'll have his connections, and I'm sure I'm sure Nick has told the NRL that the Roosters are going. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be commercially, it's gonna be like a success. That's what you need. You need yeah. you need it to be a success. That's what I mean, and like that's why Nick Pilatus is obviously he would have been he would have yeah put his hand up for sure. Well, mate, Blake Solly, the Rabbit CEO, he's been trying to go back to America for years. He's been an, he's a, he's actually a massive advocate for expanding the game and the Rabbitohs brand. Mm. Um, you guys also have, um, what's his name? Mike Brooks Cannon, who's a billionaire, who's yeah. a part owner of your club. He's another one that can bloody promote it over there as well. Yeah. But are you happy with your club going over there? Cause the dogs and eels will eventually go. But um, are you happy that your club's one of the first ones going over there, Clarky? Oh, it doesn't really bother. Uh- I'm not excited or yeah, I'm I'm pretty neutral about the whole thing. But mate, my my biggest issue is the last time that South Sydney went over to America and John Sutton and a few of the other boys got arrested for for fighting and stuff. Right. Which is which brings me to a point. Mm. Someone will get arrested. Like <laughs> guarantee, mate, absolutely one hundred percent guaranteed. Four football teams going over to America into Vegas. One, someone will get a, at least one. I'm saying at least one. You're saying a hundred percent, one hundred percent. That's a big call. You don't reckon? And the cheese is going to be there, <laughs> mate. Reese Walsh, Tane, Tane Milne's a lunatic. Payne Haas doesn't want his shoes stepped on. Um, You're right. You're right. I'm t- <laughs> The NRL have to be fair to him as well. Like the, the, the club there to say to the NRL, look, if someone gets arrested, you need to take into consideration the fact that you wanted us to go over there. Mm. Like coaches no will, way, man. No co- way. Coaches will be shitting themselves. Yep. You know what? That's up to the club. Tough, tough titties if they fuck up. <sighs> man, you know what? There there will be there will be coverage, but it won't be as heavy as if they were in Sydney either. I reckon they'll get away. They'll get away with it. Well, John Sutton no, didn't get man. away with it. It's 2023, man. No one's getting away with anything. Mate, well, John Sutton didn't get away with it, and that was nine years ago. Mm. If they get in trouble, we'll know about it. And yeah, just, It'll be international. I'm not, I'm not saying they need to just completely, like, no punishment. They need to stay a little bit lenient. If Reese if gets found with something in his pocket, like, Maybe it's just a one or two match suspension. Okay. Not like a five or a six. Okay. Mate, they're, they're, they're ambassadors of the game. You give them the full force of the law, mate. Behave yourselves. And then, and then, and then no other club will want to go. Well, oh, they're going to have to go. <laughs> That's yeah. the deal. Five-year deal. Man, you know what? You know what the rumor is for the fifth year, boys? What? All of the clubs are going to go. What magic round? Hmm. That'd be yeah, pretty, right. that'd be pretty good. Yeah, mate. Then there'd be 
chaos. Uh, utter chaos. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but anyway, anyway. Um, Guilty, what's your thoughts before we move on to topic two, which topic two is not as, as long? Yeah, mate, I think it's great. I mean, I hope that, you know, earlier on when we first started doing this, we were talking about what was going on in America with the American game, and um, it sort of obviously slowed right down to a, to a stop. Oh, I sort yeah. of hope it kicks off again. Yeah, yeah, they're they're sorting out the domestic leagues. Like they finally have got, they finally have a memorandum of understanding sort of thing there, because they have so many leagues going: California, uh, East Coast, West Coast. Um, they've got leagues sort of running. Oh, no, they've got like four or five going that aren't connected, and now that the international rugby league's gotten involved, they've connected them. So eventually they get their shit back in order. But yeah, I hope this is the shot in the arm that finally gets American Rugby League back on track and hopefully they embrace our game and it becomes at least semi-professional sooner rather than later. But boys, topic number two, after 20 months of negotiating and nine months since the expiration of the previous collective bargaining agreement, the NRL and Rugby League Players Association have finally brokered a peace deal for a brand new CBA. The new CBA will run until the end of 2027 with $1.35 billion to be allocated to the players over this period. Daly Cherry Evans has publicly lauded RLPA President Clint Newton for brokering a deal which included better rights for players even in the face of a wave of criticism towards the president. Gildy, I'll address you first. Um, again, finer details haven't been released, but they will be very shortly, I believe. But this was such a prolonged process and it's finally done, but I just want to get your quick thoughts on on this because this was ridiculous Mate. that it went past the nine-month expiration date for both for both parties, in my opinion. Yeah, mate. I don't. I don't. I think the players. I'm on the players' side, mate. I think they. Uh, they're just doing what's best for them. I mean, uh, you saw that uh, that interview that Gordon Tallis tried to crucify uh, Clint Newton, and Clint Newton absolutely owned him. Talked about what happened the last time this happened. Gordy looked like an idiot. And, I, I, uh, found that, I found that. I found that interesting. I found that interesting because Gordon he. Clint Newton just had the puppet. facts. He's a recent media puppet, Gordon Tallis. Well, what I did notice, because like I'm on the fence with it, right? I'm on the fence. I think both of them are guilty of um, using the media, but albeit that the NRL had control of the media, which is what the big, you know, if people didn't notice it, well, that's the truth. Mate, they, they just, they just it, was pro- it was propaganda. They just painted Clint Newton as a as a, a hopeless person who can't get the job done. There's two parties. Yeah, hundred percent. But in that interview that you touched on with Gordon Tallis, it was funny because Tallis is like, "Just get it done." And then Clinton's like, "In two thousand three, we brokered the first ever RLPA CBA. Sorry, the the first ever CBA through the RLPA." And he goes, "And you were one of the ambassadors." And he goes, "Yeah, I was." He goes, "Do you remember why?" And he goes, "Yep." And he goes, "What was it?" And he's like. Yeah, I can't remember. I don't remember. And he goes, Yeah, that's right. You don't. And he goes, Well, he goes, We got better rights in 2003 and onward. And that's because of people like you who are advocates for the players. And you seem to forget that. 
And yeah, he was just like, yeah, well, well, yeah, well, well. Anyway, Clarky, thoughts on this? Um, I'm just glad we can stop talking about it. Yeah, it's, it's you know. It's boring. We didn't, it's we, didn't boring. Talk, we didn't even talk about it on this podcast. I know, but everyone else did, and it was on all the shows, and it was just boring. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? I, well, I'm usually I mean, into... I'm it was all one politics. way. It was all one way. So I didn't really, you didn't really get to hear the full story. Yeah, well, well, man, I still I'm, found it boring. Yeah, it's fair enough. I mean, I'm usually into the back backroom politics of rugby league and NRL and all the goings on with financials and you know how they're going to spend. I, I like all that, all that stuff because it's interesting to me and how they're going to spend it on grassroots. And look, we will find out the finer details later, which we will talk about briefly when they release it. But this was boring. This was shit because it was just they they're doing the wrong thing. And then the other party's like, no, they're doing the wrong thing. It's like, yeah, this is this is dumb. This is dumb. It's been 20 months, bro. It's been nine months since it's been expired. Like I'm it's never gone past the expiration date since 03 anyway. For a CBA. But anyway, we'll move on, eh? Clarky, surprise us with uh topic number three, the game of the day. All right, the Clive Churchill Medal is the award given to the player judged to be man of the match in the NRL Grand Final. We are going to go through the last 20, starting from 2003. Can we start from backwards? (laughs) Yes. So 2022, we're starting? Dylan Edwards. (laughs) No, no, 2003. All right. So, Panthers, first? so um, Gildy. So okay. Panthers, Panthers beat the Roosters, who is the Clive Churchill medalist. Salah. Wrong. Luke Prittis. Was Prittis oh, was really? Okay. I was going to say Preston Campbell. Okay. Sorry. Hmm. I was going to say Preston Campbell, but. Oh, I should have looked at this better. Sorry, Gildy. 2004 Bulldogs beat the Roosters. Who's the Clive Churchill medalist? Willie Mason. Sorry, Gildy. Yeah, boy. It's all right. 2005 West Tigers beat North Queensland. Who's the Clive Churchill medalist? It was uh, it was Anthony Lafranchi. Scott Prince. Scott Prince. Yes. <laughs> Anthony Lafranchi. Yeah, he had a blonde at that game. 2006, Brisbane beat the Storm. Um, say Thiday. Sean Berrigan. Sean Berrigan. He's a good man. We only, we only spoke about him last week, I think. We did. We? Yeah, we did. Good player. 2007, Storm beat. I can't remember because it actually hasn't got it here. I've just Manly. been coming they up with him off the top of my head. They beat Manly. <laughs> okay, there you go. Um, Gilby. Uh, who's the bloke who lost his leg? <laughs> We're a Nick Owl. Yeah. Was he playing then? I don't think so. Have another guess, Nick. I think he lost his leg by then. Scott, I don't know, Scott Hill. <laughs> I don't think, oh, I'm, wow, not, I'm not sure whether Scott Hill even played Cam as Smith. well. Uh, it was GI at 5'8. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fuck, we're yeah. not doing too well, boys. Uh, it's 1 0 to me. It is 1-0. Yeah. Uh, 2008, Manly beat... Storm. Storm? Yeah. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say Matt Orford. 
Yeah, I think it's Matt Olsen. Brent Kite. Oh, come on. Fucking hell, boys. Jesus. 2009. Storm. There's no winner, mate. There's no winner. (laughs) Yeah, they don't don't strip individual medals. Yeah, Yeah, they should. Storm Storm beat (laughs) Gildy's. No, actually, Storm didn't beat. There was Um, a game played, Storm between Parramatta Reels, and an award for the best player was awarded to who, Gildy? Um, man, I honestly can't remember. I, I think of Billy Slater. I'm just throwing it out there. Hey, hey. on the board, Gilby. Nicky, it's one all. Let's go. 2010, St. George Illawarra beat the Roosters. Oh, Jamie Soward? Nah. Go, Gilby. It was, it was, um, fuck, what's his name? It was one of the Ford. No, the love child, Darius Boyd. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Far out. Okay. Where, where, do, you, do you know all these, Clarky? by the way, like you're on top of your head, if you did Oh, it? I'd be going a lot better than you, boys. Hell, we're going yeah. shocking lot, at the moment. Like Fuck. a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> um, 2011, Manly beat... Who? Warriors. Warriors, there you go. <laughs> Is this my go? Uh Yes. Matt Orford. <laughs> Glenn Stewart. Glenn Stewart. Uh, yeah, right. 2012, Melbourne played a game of football against... No, they got awarded this one. Oh, they got awarded this one? Yeah. Oh, okay. They beat the Bulldogs, unfortunately. Mel- Melbourne beat the Bulldogs. Who's the Clive Churchill? You know, it's interesting. Um, I've said this before. I've never re-watched those games. Ever. That was the... Do you know, do that, you know that, the answer, though? Um, I think it's Cooper Cronk. It is Cooper Cronk. Yes. Because he Two. did that that mad try. He said that mad try for Slater. 2-1. Mm. 2013, Manly versus... Roosters. Roosters. And Roosters won. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Mitchell Pierce. No, hold on, hold on. Um, Can I guess after this if he gets it wrong? Yeah. I'm trying to think. Ah, uh, was it? What was the hooker's name? Craig oh. Wing. <laughs> for who? For the Roosters. Uh, Craig Wing. <laughs> it'd, probably be, it'd probably be Jake Friend back then. Yeah, Jake, Jake Friend, yeah. It's Cherry um, Evans. DCE in the losing yeah. team. Yeah, it was Cherry yeah, Evans. Right. Yeah, I remember that. 2014, Daniel, South City beat the Bulldogs. Sam Burgess. Hey? Sam Burgess. Yep, 3-1, Gildy. Mm. We're hammered. 2015, Cowboys beat the Broncos. Easy. Hey, Thurston? Yeah. Yep. That, that, you know what? It should have been Granville, but they couldn't get taken off Thurston. No. And they do that every year. They, yeah. Remember that year the Talos won and Tony Carroll should have won? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> 2016, Sharks beat Storm? Yep. Uh, Luke Lewis. It was Luke Lewis. I remember. I remember Luke Lewis. That was a great game. That was a good game. Mm. Uh, 2017, Bill... Melbourne Storm beat two. <laughs> they beat the Cowboys. Cowboys. 
Did they? Oh, yeah, that's right. They smacked them. It was like 30 to 6. Yeah, that was terrible. With no JT. Yeah. It was so bad. Guilty. Monster? He said Billy Slater. He gave it away. I said Billy Slater. (laughs) (laughs) I went B, B. He's like, bless. 2018, the Roosters beat Storm. Roosters beat Storm. Um, oh, um, it was uh, Sam Verrills. Was it Sam Verrills? Nah. It was. Guilty? Oh, hold on. It was um, Boyd Cordner. It was Luke Keary because he, he, no, he, he was the only half on the field because Cooper Crook was injured. Man, Sam Verrills was mad in that game. Hmm. He was mad in that game. 2019. Um, was it? Roosters Canberra. I'm going to have a guess after this. If you in, the robbery, in the robbery of the decade. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, they also robbed Manly in 2013, but all good. Just, just all right. um, yeah, Boyd Gordon. Jack Whiten. Jack Whiten in the losing team. Fuck, I'm stupid. 2020, Melbourne beat Panthers. The old Schnackenschnausen, Ryan Pappenhausen. Yep. yep. You've gone to an unassailable 5-2 lead. Penrith Panthers defeat the... Who they beat in 2021? Oh, oh that's right. South. South. <laughs> um, yeah, Panthers beat South 2021. Um, I can't even remember. To be honest, was it was it Cleary? It was, it was Cleary. Nathan, it was Nathan Cleary's boot. Yeah. 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 And, and last year, Dan, Dylan Edwards, Panthers over Para. Daniel wins six three. Yeah, let's go, Nick. You know I'm I'm stoked. I got three. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, some of the ones that you were throwing up like to wear a Nick out. Um, just weren't even in the right. Right, years. <laughs> I, I'm just going to look it up to where... Uh, Nick Howe would have been playing in 96. <laughs> <laughs> to where Nick Howe retired in 1999. Jeez. <laughs> close, Nick. That was close. Way off. Anyway, boys, we'll leave it at that. Uh, that, was, that was very good, Clark. I liked that game. Um, before we end the episode, our Rusty Penny Brewing Company trivia answer of the week. So at the start of the episode, boys, I asked, in which year did we see two clubs face each other twice in the same season and one club kept their opposition to nil in both matches? That makes sense? No, say it again. In which year did we see two clubs face each other twice in the same season and one club keeping the opposition to nil in both matches? Is that a rare thing, is it? Yeah, very. It nearly happened. <laughs> it nearly happened on the weekend with the Knights and Bulldogs. So are we just picking the year that this happened? Just the year. Fuck did I know? Right, you don't even have to pick the teams? Nah, I'll tell you the teams. Just the year. Two thousand can you tell us the can you tell us the teams? Because yeah, that might give it away. Like, okay. Give it something. Okay. The Sydney Roosters defeated right. the West Tigers twice. They kept them to nil in both okay. games. Okay, so we're, 20- talking, we're talking NRL era. Then. NRL era. It was 22 nil and 56 nil. 
in the same season? Oh, last year? 2020. You say last year, Clarky? Yeah, yeah. Nah, 2004. Boom, boom. Okay. 2004. That was a great trivia. That was, that was by... <laughs> no, no doubt at all. The worst trivia question you've done since. <laughs> hey, I had to come up with something. <laughs> yeah, that was crap. That was hey, real why, bad. Why don't you come up with your trivia? <laughs> I, I watched the games, mate. <laughs> why don't you come up with a trivia question and answer next week? One of you, Gilda, you come up with something, huh? Gilda, I'll, I'll actually, I've, I've got, I've got one. I've got one. Oh, good. I'll tell you for next week. Good, beautiful. Thanks, Ryan. Um, but yeah. Anyway, after that, um, riveting, um. Uh, <laughs> riveting review of my Rusty Penny Brewing Company trivia answer. That will be that. Thanks, boys, for coming on again. Um, it's always a pleasure, somehow, and never a chore, even though you ripped me for my question. And a big thank you to our sponsors, Adzi, Akasha, Rusty Penny, and to everyone tuning in to episode 102 of the Sideline Story Rugby League podcast. That's a wrap from us here. Go the Bulldogs. Please just win a couple games out of the last three, for fuck's sake. Glory, glory. Yeah, those guys snakes. It's very, it's very, um, it's very dim for the three of us right now. Am I? The Souths are gonna, Souths are gonna make it. Go Souths. <laughs> Go Souths. Uh, see you, boys. Bye bye.